Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stronghold Podcast. We are back after a big and long uh, couple nights of amazing one fights. One was on two days in a row. Me, Jake, the producer, in the house, and Matt Polino in the house. Fox Gloves, fight gym. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Let's I ran into go. you. So I ran into you at the event. Yeah. You, you were there uh, cornering Keanu for his fight against uh, Amir Khan, and then uh, I was doing the judging, and I was just like, oh, shit, I saw you over there on the side, and I was like, dude, what's up? Just want to give you the fist bump or whatever. It's like funny, like all the, all three of you were just bald, and I was just like, yeah. you guys, it's the one, one FC thing. It's like the bald refs and judges, you know? Everybody kept making fun of us, the bald Americans. <laughs> but Wait, it was... <laughs> are you not now... Lucas Leisure from Singapore, though, because that's what they announced right? you as. Lucas Leisure from Singapore. Someone who got a wrong judging was like, I bet it was like, is that fucking French guy from Singapore? <laughs> <laughs> that French hey, leader don't you, from Singapore. Don't you dare call me French. How it's, dare you? That French fuck. No, <laughs> that uh, French the fights were good, though. Let's be honest. The fights were amazing. They Both were days. Good. It was they like all good. knockouts except for the on the first card or finishes. On the first card, except for the grappling match, and then the second card was the the female fight. Uh, the Tenkai the fight went the distance. Oh right, yeah, that's true. That's true. The Tenkai and uh, my brain is not working today. I'm hungover from the party yesterday, guys. I'm just going to be real. Uh, Tan Lee, <laughs> Tan Lee and Tenkai. That was a pretty good fight, though. It was technical, it was tactical, but uh, I mean, Tan Lee just couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah, I, the, I think the thing that really was like affecting Tan Lee in that fight was not only Tenkai's movements, but he had to fight out of his like unorthodox stance because those calf kicks were killing him. Yeah, his legs were, yeah. were busted up bad. They were eating up. And uh, Tenkai is probably one of the better strikers in one. Even, even I mean, for the MMA side at least, you look at like all the guys. I think Fabricio Andrade is probably the best striker, like pure striker when you look at finishing ability. But you, Tenkai is just beating everybody so decisively. He really hasn't been in trouble. Can you pull up uh, Tenkai's record, Jake? His yeah. topology or whatever? Yeah, he looked really good. Now he's the first uh, Chinese male world champion in any major organization, which is pretty sweet. Uh, he wanted this fight a lot. He was asking for it. What is it? Tang, T-A? T-A-N-G-K-A-I. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Kai Tang, yeah, that's it. 15-2 and two is his record. I'm surprised. I thought he was undefeated. I'm curious no, he to had see a, he, he had a loss to. earlier in uh, one, I thought. Or, uh, yeah. Who did he lose two and one? That's interesting. But now he's a champion. And those those leg kicks were brutal. That was the most damaging strikes of the calves, whole fight. Were the, yeah. His, you could see him on the side of his legs. There you go. Tan Lee. I mean he put <laughs> Jay, he put Jay Wong Ku like that the the guy, the monkey, the god, oh, fighting well, god. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The one before this fight, he just starched him. I think I may have judged that one as well. But look, he finished everyone. Look who he didn't finish. Yeah. My boy Keanu Didn't Suba. finish Keanu, didn't finish Tan Lee. Keanu's tough, man. That's a tough kid. Keanu's tough as hell. And Edward. I used to train Edward Kelly, too. <laughs> but he's been on some run. Damn, look at that. Yeah, who did he lose to? Yeah, Keep way, going. way early in his career. So he lost to two Russians by decision. <laughs> yeah. Big shocker there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's in, that's in 2017 and 2016. I mean, he's not that old. How old is he, Jake? Uh, Can you scroll up there? Probably at the top it'll say. I don't think he's that old. 26. Yeah, so in 2017, he would have been... But is he really 26? He's Chinese 26. <laughs> is he really 26? This guy's probably like 32, like... 
If there's one thing communists are known for, it's their record keeping, though. So, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> How do you think he would do against uh, Gary Tonin? You know, they're going to start to try to push that. They get Gary another fight. Is Boom, Gary going to fight in. again after that knockout? I mean, I think I so. I would just do the grappling stuff. <laughs> Gary's game, though, man. Gary doesn't mind a loss. Like he's he, he doesn't a, mind a loss. That wasn't a loss. That, that was brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. That was brutal. There, the thing is with Gary, there's a, a lot of good fights. To be honest, the fight that they and he's still make, young, like yeah, he, can, he can still yeah, do it. Yeah, for sure. The fight they should make next is probably Martin versus Tankai. Yeah, Martin's been. I think I know Martin's fighting again soon against some Russian guy. <clears throat> didn't he come? Isn't he coming off of a couple of losses? No, Martin's. I thought he won his last fight. Yeah, or two. I can't remember. I can't remember. He lost both his titles, but I can't remember after that. I know he lost to the guy that Tenkai knocked out, the Korean guy. Yeah. And then he won He won his last fight. And he and lost that, to Tan Lee. Yeah, but I mean, that was mm. before that. Right. I know he's fighting a Russian, but I know the Russian, I like, I look at records and stuff, and the Russian's not good. Martin should beat him. But I mean, when you look at rankings, which they probably don't mean anything in one anyways, look at Featherweight. Who, who else is in that division that Tenkai could even fight next? Yeah, let's that see. he hasn't fought. Let's see. Can you pull up the top five there, Jake? Uh, I can try. Uh, rankings. Well, so now Ton Lee is going to be number one. Oh, here we go. All right, let's see what the top five of men's featherweight. Ah, oh, right there. So we got Ton Lee, number one, uh, number one contender. Kim Jae Wung, number two. So Tan Kai beat both of them in a row. Uh, Martin's ranked number three. Martin Wen. Gary Tonin's ranked four. And now. Amir Khan is currently ranked five, but now your boy, Keanu Suba, should slide right into that number five spot. So I met you there because you were you were cornering Keanu. So Keanu with a huge win, man. That was a big win. The thing was, is like, what was the game plan going in? Like, well, to to hit, to hit him with the what? It was legitimately, and Gianni. Gianni's one of those guys who's really transitioned well, and like I don't say that just because he's like one of my closest friends, but he's done a really good job of being transitioning from being a high level fighter to a coach. And the thing with Amir Khan is, you watch his last fight against the Ryogo Togashigashi guy. Yeah, he got lit up and he got hit hard with hands, and he he was wasn't taking calf kicks. So you look at how do you stop calf kicks? Yeah, he probably should have lost that fight. Yeah, I, that was ridiculous. But yeah. besides the point, let's, yeah. let, let's you just look at the way to stop calf kicks. You're either going to counter with, with a low stance or you're going to be high and tight. Now, Amir came out in this fight with an extremely long, low stance. So, like, he didn't want to get those calf kicks. But we, we knew that going in. So Keanu, Gianni's like, hey, we're going to hit him with hands. So in the back, the whole warm-up, there were some. There was like one or two calf kicks, and then a lot of punches, a lot of heavy punches. Nothing, nothing like too sophisticated, you know. Some good frames, but a lot of hard one twos, hard, a lot of good three twos. Um, Keanu's knocked a lot of people out as an amateur with like straight punches, and like people forget because he's got really good jujitsu as well that he can strike. But if you watched when he fought Christian Lee, he was lighting Christian Lee up on the feet when they fought first two. That was like one of his first like actually competitive fights. Yeah. Can you pull up a Keanu, uh, Jake? Yeah. Like, you look at Keanu's record. So you were thinking he was going to be really worried about the calf kicks. Oh, he was. And so adopt that long stance, be a little bit less mobile, so you Keanu can yeah. move around and cut angles and quick combinations. Because he was fighting really good with combinations. And it was like Amir, uh, he was ready for a grappling fight. Mm-hmm. Every time Keanu fainted and loaded his hips, 
you saw a huge reaction come out of Amir's stance. So we, we and like for us, that was never the game. The game plan was to go in and light this guy up. Go in there and touch him. Put pressure on him early. Yep, touch him. Clean one twos, clean three twos. And you know, that's basically what happened. And and like he landed if you watch the exchange to the finish, Keanu lands a really short right hand that wobbles Amir. Amir stumbles back, and then Keanu closes distance. Clean 3-2. Clicked him on both sides. Yeah, three boom, clicks, going down the other side. Two clicks right behind the ear. And then you had people online going like, oh, it's behind the head. Bro. Really? <laughs> Were people saying that? Bro, uh, you go into the comment sections, guys like DQ, and I'm like, DQ these nuts. Like, <laughs> DQ. Bro. It, no, I, that old, was his old coach was like, "Oh, those look like shots behind the head." I'm like, "It looks like a body, a dead body." That's but also, what it looks like. <laughs> also, when you're moving, you can't really like like illegal shots behind the head or like when they say that, they mean like you're targeting the back of the head. Yeah, not like someone's moving their heads going down and you've already started the punch seconds earlier. Like, there's no bro. If you duck into a shot, yeah, then and you get hit behind the ear. Totally. It's 100% legal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look when McGregor knocked out Poirier the first time. It was like way up here behind the ear. With the hammer fist, right? No, the, I mean the first punch. Oh, yeah. Like Dustin Dustin level changed and Connor hit him with the left. But the left hit him like really high up behind the ear and he was like messed up. And it's just like, bro. When Cyril Gonkeo Jr. Dos Santos, yeah. the same thing. He was turning to like run basically, right? No and he turned thing. and exposed the back of his head while the elbow but was coming in. And then he was like, oh, it was illegal. If it's a kick as well, like look what happened to um, Usman last week. Where, did, where do you think like Leon Edwards' foot was on his head when it hit him? It's not like it wraps of around. His head. It's yeah. around. I mean, to, to even complain about something like that. Yeah. That's... And then like Amir Khan went on his, his social media is like, oh, they're saying, oh, those two shots were controversial. Controversial, my nuts. You got slept, bro. Oh, oh did he say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't, I it didn't see. It was on his story. I, I watched it. Can you like, uh, pull up a little? I can try. A little drama? Is Instagram? It was on his Instagram story on uh, Sunday. Oh, it was a story. Maybe, Saturday, maybe yeah. we can't see it if it's not a post. Unless he's uh, frozen it on there. I don't know. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear him say that. To be honest, I didn't even know there was any drama about about where the shots landed or anything. No, yeah, I mean, you go just go to one go to one FCs real quick. Let's look at the let's look at the post. You'll see what I'm talking about because it was absolutely ridiculous that people were even like talking about it. I, like, I mean, that's as good as his hands have ever looked. <sighs> two bro. minutes. What, what was the fight? Two minutes long or something like that. <laughs> go down, down. Get out of here, Tommy Langarker. You don't deserve 50 G's. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. a, nah, you know what? That Matt is bitter because Keanu didn't get the bonus and yeah. the, the grappling match did. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I mean, I hear you. Well, I you I definitely knock out hear you. the number five guy in the world based yeah. on your rankings in the first round and you don't get 50 G's? Come on, bro. What is that? Give, give Keanu some love, man. Give, Sorry, give the man 50 G's. Uh, all right. So it's not logged in for some reason and I can't see it well enough from here. If you just click on it, you can log in with mine. Maybe not. Let's click that, see if it does anything. Everyone, now's your chance to look at it. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry Sorry, about can't it. get it. It's okay, been... no worries. Uh, either way, I mean, they're certainly not going to call it back or, or anything like that. I fucking hope not. But you never know. <laughs> I mean, Amir's had a couple rough fights in a row now because uh, in a couple... Decisions that maybe I don't don't know if they should have gone his way because he had the rough one with Ev Ting as well. Oh, I was yeah. in the corner for that yeah. one, and it was funny because like Gianni just posted like a, a thing about the fight, and like his hashtag was for Ev. <laughs> oh really? 
That one was closer, though. I thought that one was closer. Uh, but still, I thought I thought that Evan won that fight. But uh, so, yeah. what do you think next for him, man? Amir? What, no, for uh, Keanu. Now that he's he should break into the top five. I mean, I don't want to like put like information I know out there. I know who no, but who would you like to see him fight? Not... I know who he's fighting next. Oh, already? Yeah. Okay. But well, I, you can. I, you and can it tell rhymes me later. <laughs> can tell me later, dude. The, I keep good secrets. Well, they're going back to KO. Yes. When uh, the next one's going to be in KO October twenty second. So I'm assuming Keanu's going to be on that card, and I'm assuming Keanu might have gotten. Yeah, he's, he's not who, hurt or anything, who he, right? Who he called out in the post fight? Okay, uh, it was a Korean guy. I guess they offered him five and two, um, but he's not hurt or anything after the fight. Nah, his knuckles hurt, but I mean that's what happens. Yeah, when you bounce someone's head off the guy. <laughs> you know, the um, it's just kind of like for Keanu. I think he wins another fight. He becomes ten and five. Then he fights. I'd really like to see him fight the guy that Tank Kai knocked out. The monkey, the fighting god, the yeah. wing coom guy. Yeah. Was I he, mean, he ranked number three or something like he that? He was now? ranked number two. Two, like, yeah. But, I mean, he, that guy knocked out Martin. But, to be honest, like, I think that guy's boxing is decent. But, I think Keanu hits harder than him. And, I feel like Keanu could probably finish that guy. So, I would like to see him fight. Because, you win a fight like that. Then you're like, you should you should be in title contention already. What about that? Now that we have a new champion in the weight class, how would you think Keanu would do against uh Well people forget against Kai? Keanu fought uh Tang Kai. They already fought once. Right after yeah. his leg break though. Like it was his that first was his next fight, right? Yeah, it was his first fight. And like he just like I hadn't seen that. Because I, yeah. I didn't watch the fight live, and then they, like, I could never find anything of, like, what happened. He got, like... And then they showed it at the yeah. event, and I was like, oh, it was the first time I'd seen it. I was yeah. like, oof, went back the to step break, on it. right? Yeah. Yeah, the shin, full-on shin I was break. surprised they even showed that. I was like, what? Yeah, me too. They showed it on the thing. I was they like, put, shit. Well, the funny thing about that was, if you look at the thing, when they showing the reel of the movie before the fight, they show Keanu, and they put Gianni Suba... <laughs> Like, they put the wrong name up on the Oh, really? They got his brother? <laughs> on <the> <laughs> I was like, I wanted to send that to uh, my boy Igly over at one and be like, what's happening over there? Well, you guys can't even get the right name. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, yeah, that was a nasty break. And to be honest, the Kyogi Ishii guy, yeah. Keanu, that Keanu broke his leg in, yeah. he, he was fucking him up. Yeah, he was beating his ass. Did he? Did he? It wasn't a check kick because he went back and put his leg, his he, weight on it, right? He threw an inside kick and it broke, and then he stepped. Oh, right, because I saw the yeah. step, and that's so it was a check, check low kick. No, he just threw an inside, like it was just inside kick that hit wrong, like on the knee or something. Yeah, oh, like, okay. Uh, it's just freak accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah those freak are brutal, accident. man. Those are so brutal. And then, like one, it's a big break, and like I was surprised they gave Keanu Tenkai after like the leg break kind of a dick move but like it is what it is and uh but you know Keanu didn't get finished and he, he could still hold his ground in exchange you know yeah and to be honest Keanu's got very good grappling if you look at that division from the top down with the exception of Gary he's probably the best grappler out of that bunch yeah he's really good I roll with him at, at clinch yeah, when I was super wasted one time. One time, he's he's just he's like he's stronger than he looks. Yeah, he's it's, way stronger than he looks. It's Keanu. He's got game. that deceptive strength. Yeah, yeah. I rolled with him. I went to visit Ahmed one time when uh, at the gym. This was before I moved there when you and I were working there. Yeah. And uh, I was just going there on holiday. I had no intention of training or doing anything like that. And so I rolled up. I think I told you the story before. 
And uh, I'd already been drinking that day. It was like six or six thirty class or whatever. I told Ahmed, do when you're in KL. I told Ahmed, I was like, I'm not gonna train her. And he never mentioned training to me at all. I was like, I'm just gonna go have drinks and I'm go and you guys can meet me at the bar around the gym when class is over. So many bars there. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just go have the drinks and then when you're done, come meet me or whatever. And then he's like, dude, Keanu's here. Go roll with him. Go roll with him. Go roll with him. I'm like, I've had like six beers, man. What are you talking about? Go roll with him. He's like, dude, you just gotta go train with him. And I was like. Okay, went there, had the worst <laughs> role of my life with Keanu. I just remember like two minutes in, I was like, oh God, this yeah. is such a, he starts sweating, like the alcohol yeah. sweats and everything. And I was like, sorry. I literally said to him, I, I probably, my breath stank or whatever. And I literally said to him, I'm like, sorry, dude, this wasn't my idea. <laughs> like, Fine. sorry that I had to do this to you. This is all on meds. I tried to get out of it. He insisted. He's like, no, man, it's cool. I was like, I'm sorry, I stink. No, <laughs> like, but like they're, him and his brother are just like the best, most genuine people in the world yeah super nice both of them yeah that whole that whole crew is super nice them and ev and you and all those old school kale it's funny because we were like this keanu came and like to be honest like this is the first time i was able to corner keanu as a pro is it and i I cornered Mm -hmm. him for all of his amateur fights and this is the only time as a professional i was able to corner him who's in the corner you and gianni just me and g Yeah. yeah And Keanu's like, man, this is like the OG Malaysia varsity. Team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> all we're missing is Ev, you know. And it was just a, it was just a good night. Like it was good to see a guy that, you know, you kind of grew up from scratch to go out there and like really like put it on a guy, you know. Yeah, and, and break into the top five most likely. So he's gonna have some good fights, and it seems he's got a few fights done now since he's had his leg break, and he's already competed against like the best in the division, and he held his own. So. Yeah. He's he's right there. He's right there. It's just putting the training in. That'd be crazy in a Malaysian champ. If fucking Keanu won the championship, that'd be crazy, dude. I mean, if if there's someone who's going to give Tankai a tougher fight, it, it Keanu, I mean, like in the first round, he didn't look super bad. He could land shots, he got a takedown. It's just like he said like once once he got kicked in the leg that was hurt, his like reaction was gone basically yeah. like the way he couldn't move his hips just everything the timing was off and then yeah you got to find a way to deal with his low kicks because they were they were a problem for ton lee as well oh, man. He they kept, were the calf kick you gotta you gotta take away yeah you it's, gotta take it away it's the big staple in mma now for strikers who want to fight guys who want to throw heavy because if i'm a moving striker and a guy is going to plant his feet and throw heavy if i take away that lead leg yeah. that that whole game plan is gone yeah you just take away the jab by throwing that long yeah. calf kick Tough to – it's longer. It's way longer than the jab. Anytime you put weight on that front leg, you're vulnerable. You can't check it. Yeah, so you, you definitely have to do come up with some some trainings and stuff to deal with that because his For kicks sure. are nasty. And then Christian Lee. Just, and it's hard to track down too, right? He's hard to – he moves he, well. He kicks and moves, kicks and moves, kicks and moves. Boom, couple combinations, moving, sticking and moving. You got you to gotta grapple him. You got to be able to tie him up. You got to be able to cut him off as well, yeah. like to get him up against the fence, keep him in front of you. And then you got to be careful because, like, a lot of the big strikes in that fight were counter strikes of Tan Lee coming forward. Uh, Tan Kai's left hook was money. Yeah. yeah. That was the one that dropped him. The left hook was just money. And, like, you could hear Mar- uh, Tan Lee's corner just yelling, keep your right hand up. Cause yeah, that's what they were yelling the whole time. He was getting calf kicked, so he went southpaw. And when he went southpaw, that lead hand is the right hand yeah. now. And he wanted to jump in. And you saw early in the fight, he was winging that right hand, like that overhand. Yeah. And uh, when he switched, he had to throw that from the other stance. So it's from southpaw. Yeah. 
And it's just different. The angle of the punch is different because the leverage of your hips is different based on the placement of your hips. So when he started throwing it, he was getting checked quite easily by that left. Yeah. So then his corner just started yelling. And we, we watched all the fights. After our fight, we didn't go back. Yeah, you guys were still chilling in there, right? Yeah, we yeah. were just in the stands like, yeah, we're watching these. Yeah, for and sure. They were they were great fights. They were great fights. Great fights. And um, uh, all you heard was Mar- uh, Tanley's brother, keep your right yeah, hand that's up. It. That's keep your you right heard. hand up. Because the, the shot he got dropped with was the left hook. Yeah, yeah. But good fight. Your boy's right there in the division now. He's already fought the champ, so maybe some... Re- yeah, can you pull up the rest of that card? Oh, man, see, while we're right there, the Rich Wada, Pitkindee, <clears throat> man, that knockout was brutal. Semipetch crushed him. See, that's a 50K performance right there. They I'm didn't glad. pay... He did. He they, got I was going to say they paid him, right? He got 50K. Bro, that was crazy. Uh, Rich Wada was out for a long time. They had to take him out in a stretcher. I mean, did you see the punch? Jeez. Yeah, and I heard that uh, someone told me in the back that he, like, for a long time afterward, like, he didn't know where he was. He didn't know what the hell was going on. He looked like, you know, he had, like, a thousand-yard stare kind of thing. Like, there were a few of those, man. I think in that first night, like, <laughs> three people left on stretchers. Well, there were a ton yeah. of knockouts. One guy got wheelchaired out. Well, like, Ritawada was winning. Yeah. Ritawada but- was winning. And then just out of nowhere, Sam Petch just... Was it the southpaw overhand, right? Yeah, he just it, cleaned him. Dude, it looked like the Dan Henderson knockout of Bisping. That was bad. Like, it was, it was that clean, full-on overhand right, caught him right at the chin, where you see the shoo, the whiplash in the neck. Those are the worst ones, right? That Muay Thai with small gloves ain't no joke. Dude, it is the most exciting Muay Thai in the world. These guys do not fight like ties. Like, I think the knockout percentage of, like, one Muay Thai with the small glove compared to, like, Thailand Muay Thai is, like, 40 to 50% higher. I mean, maybe even more than that. There's just it's just like a different game too. And some of them are brutal. Did you see the the up elbow, step in elbow yeah, from yesterday super with leg. super leg? Man, yeah, it was nasty. That was nasty. Was that and, nastier than Penpayek's knockout? No, Penpayek's knockout was, was the one of the best knockouts I ever seen. Jake, see if you can. You you, you must have saw. The, oh, we talked about this. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you pull up that knockout? I mean, that was brutal. The right hook was knocked him out already, and then on the way down, the head kick slammed in. People, I mean, you get a lot of, like, the guys who are, like, Super Bon, uh, Chingialazov. When you look at the most accomplished Muay Thai fighter in one, it's Pan Payak. He's amazing. No, he's the best. Yeah. He's the Thai fighter of the year four times. Yeah. He's the only guy to do that in the history of Muay Thai. The fucking Muay back, Thai I mean, one is in so back good. to back to back to back years. You, and, and, you might have to Google it, Jake. Uh, Ridwata KO. And, and he lost. One day ago, yeah. And he lost to um, he lost to Superlek in a three round fight. Yeah. But in that third round, he was teeing off on him. But Superlek's also a legend. Like no, he's good. But like I'm telling you, when they fight, yeah, Semipet. I mean, oof. oh no, this isn't the one. That's it. No, no. That, we're, oh right, this is the this is the overhead. Semipet. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. The, the other one is uh, Pampayak. Pampayak. Yeah, find him. How do you spell it? Uh, P A N. Okay, right. I got you. I got you. P A N. P A. Yeah, there it is. is. First one. They hear, it hears us. YouTube definitely heard us, dude, because that is not the first thing that should pop up when you type in like. And there P-A- it is, right there. P A N. I mean, this. If you have not watched this, uh, Penpayak uh, Jitmunyan knocks out. Uh, who was it? Um, Michael Savas. Savas. Michael. Which Savas. is ba- uh, you, No, they were saying in the back that he was like looked afraid. Who? Savas? Uh, Savas, yeah. I don't think he was afraid, but like you not have afraid, a, but nervous. I mean, I mean, that's what you're fighting saying. the Michael Jordan of Muay Thai. Yeah, let's, let's let's watch that one, Jake. It's the top one, I think. Is uh, yeah, it's the YouTube short. 
So one released this. I don't know if we can show this though, but oh. Oy. Now see, he got knocked out with the hook first, and then the head kick came up. You can well, see it from another angle, and the hook comes down. Oh, see, he's well, I mean, Elias he's stiffed knows. on the way down. Whoa, that is one of the best knockouts of the year, man. Bro, but you go from supposedly to fighting Rod Tang to fighting a super technical guy. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit, a bit. I that, mean, that was a bummer. Rod Tang and Haggerty both. But I heard Rod weight. Tang didn't want to make weight. Is what I heard. He missed by ten pounds or something. Yeah, I heard like he didn't even try to cut the weight. Yeah, I mean, there's no way if he missed by ten pounds yeah. that he even tried. And then like, what was Haggerty sick or something? They were saying that he was like, uh, you know, he didn't pass the hydration test. He was like, I can't remember what somebody said. His kidneys were shutting down or something like that. Well, Amir is good. Amir Nasri, the guy who lost to Michael Savas. Yeah. I'm assuming he'll fight in KO on the 22nd. And Amir is beating some really, really good ties. So uh, I, I look forward to seeing Amir fight as well. But, I mean, even the bottom of the card, if you run down this card and you go to the very bottom, that Evolve guy didn't ever belong in the super nice guy, Tyler Nakasu. Yeah. But, man, come on, bro. Like... Yeah, his hands were he pretty didn't, rough. He didn't belong in the cage at all. I mean, he got he got stiff too. Yeah. Like he got hit, and he was like that, bro. Yeah, I yeah mean. for sure. I mean, that's a that was a knockout, and you go up round one. Oh, that was a decision. TKO round one. Martin, that was crazy. That was crazy. Because you Paul can hear Elliott. those. So this is Paul Elliott and Martin uh, Martin Batur. These heavyweights were so winging, man. And he came back as well because he got hurt bad by Paul Elliott early on in that fight. I was so pissed off because we were watching it backstage. And Martin Batur was like huge favorite on my parlay, and I was just like, if my parlay dies, it's this guy's fault. And, and the, and it the looked first like he... leg of my parlay <laughs> dies because the heaviest favorite loses. That would be the most one FC thing ever. What, what, what was your parlay? So I had Batur. He was like a one point four favorite. That was the closest you came to losing it right there because he almost got put out early on. And then I had Keanu, who was three point two zero. Then I had Tankai, who was 2.95. And so then both I, almost three to one dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tankai, that's just bookies don't not knowing fighting. Yeah, not knowing. Like, if you watched 1FC, there was no way. Tankai versus Tan Lee should have been. So, OK Rune and Christian Lee was an even fight. So, it was like the equivalent of minus 110 yeah, to minus yeah, 110. Yeah. You know, minus yeah. 110 to minus 100 yeah. or something. That's what Tan Lee and Tankai should have been. But Tank Kai was plus two eighty five. Yeah. So we're betting. I'm like, let's go. Well, well listen. <laughs> well, listen, guys. If you are into betting, now is the best time ever to start betting for one because the market doesn't know. Vegas doesn't really know these guys that well yet. So you're gonna see some favorites. Yeah. More uh, than you would see in the U S. Where the people were way more well known. They can come out with a much, much tighter like uh, odds. Whereas, like, now you're going to see some favorites and stuff because this market isn't as well known. So, yeah, I mean, Tenkai definitely should not have been a two to three or three Tanley to should one. have been a three to one dog. Come yeah. On. Like, I mean, I understand the Keanu one because Keanu. I think the Gary Tonin knockout just put him over, but right? people, like, really loved Tanley. Um, yeah. After but the I Gary mean, Tonin I saw knockout. Tanley get knocked out in a regional show in the U.S. He, he fought in LFA and his first title defense got knocked out in the first minute. Yeah. That's a regional show. So, like, I'm, I'm not knocking him. But I'm just saying, like, you have a young guy who's beaten everyone in the division, Tank Kai. Literally, hasn't, he's literally never been in trouble in a fight. Like, I'm, I, with the exception of when Keanu took him down, 
He hasn't even gotten hit. Yeah. His defense, his footwork is so, so good. So good. Yeah. And it's just like you got a guy like Tan Lee who even when he fought Martin, he got rocked. Yeah. But he clipped Martin when Martin came in. You know? Martin just spamming that overhand right so much, man. I mean, he had so much success with I him. I know, but like it's it's kind of rough to watch how much he goes to it. Yeah, and it's like for sure. You go to the well way too much with that stuff. I mean, I know he's got a nuclear bomb on his right hand, but still. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if he comes back and makes some adjustments and starts doing some like combination punching and more jujitsu and wrestling like he did earlier on when he was coming up. Yeah. And uh, the main event, let's let's hit this up, man. Christian Lee just walks through Akrayun. I mean, a, that was a performance of an angry man. Yeah. Someone who's super pissed about the first fight. I mean, he was like was not. He? <laughs> dude, he walked through him. I, I thought mean, he lost the first fight though. I thought he won pretty pretty clearly actually. If if you use the one rules, I think if you maybe use like the unified rules, if you're st- like Ox stole a couple rounds or had more volume or whatever, then okay. But if damage is the highest scoring criteria, then definitely or finishing the fight, yeah, but definitely he, he Christian gas for half the fight. Yeah, he was gas. Came on later on toward the end of yeah, the fight. Yeah, it's it's just like Christian Lee landed that big shot in the fifth, but from the the middle of the second until that point, he was he was you know he wasn't in the fight. He gassed. So, like, I, I don't understand why he, it was unanimous. It wasn't even split. The first fight wasn't a split decision. Yeah. It was unanimous. Like, I thought unanimously Okre Yoon won as well. But, I mean, Christian Lee has – he's always going to have people who can fight him because he's in that division where there's so many competitors. I mean, there's guys and in, in, in one that can beat Christian for sure. Um, well, he's pretty much cleaned out the entire top five now. He's beat everybody eh, eh. in the top five. Kind of. Who hasn't he fought yet? In the top five, I think he's beat everybody. He's now. still not fought Eddie Alves. Yeah, but Eddie Alves is an absolute yeah, skid. But he can't win a fight. Yeah. But, so but who's, who's he fight? I mean, he hasn't fought in Lowen yet. Yeah, well, Lowen, if he can stay healthy and he can come back. When, can you pull up Lowen? We talk about Lowen every time you come on. But I want to see when he's. Uh, how often is he fighting? I mean, he fought Gafarov, lost. Last and lost a, like a bogus oh, split that's right. decision. That's right, I remember. Yeah, that. and a fight that he obviously won, but whatever. The uh, look at the lightweight rankings. Oh, they're on the right, Jake. They're right. So you oh, got right. Doggy. Yeah. Timothy. Who he beat? Who he beat? Who he beat? Oh yeah. And okay, first of all, there's no fucking way that Saigid is Gamakayev guy makes fucking 77 kilos hydrated. Is he huge? He's fucking huge. But I, to be fair, I did see him get slept in Abu Dhabi. Who did he fight? He fought the Guyanese guy from the UFC. The Guyanese guy fucking caught him in the darts and put him to sleep. Pretty sure that's what happened. Was Guyanese? A, yeah, he was got, he's the first ever Guyanese guy in the UFC. Pull up uh, Izgakamev's record. Izgakamev. Izgakamev. Just text me a second. Izgakamev. Yeah, so I know every, obviously the lightweight division is probably the premier division. There's just in so one. many guys who can go up yeah. and down. And so many names as well. Yeah. Because I mean, Eddie Alvarez isn't even in the top five there. That's definitely, yeah. Okay, so his record is 20, 20 and 2. There you go. Like that guy had one fight. How is he ranked fifth? Fuck off. <laughs> Okay, who did he beat? Oh, he beat Nakashima. Yes, Carlston. Right. Yes, see, Darce choke. Carlson, Carlson Harris. Carlson Harris fought in the UFC. He just lost to Shakmat. Well, it's because he beat Nakashima, who's who's ranked. That's why he's up there. But still, twenty and two is a solid solid record. No, sometimes you just get Darce, dude. 
I mean, no, don't don't get me wrong. He's good, but like, like he was cutting to seventy seven. There's no way he makes seventy seven hydrated. Mm. No fucking way. Well, Christian Lee's pretty big for the weight class too, I think. But he, yeah, yeah. but he looked great. I mean, he just ran through Ocarina. I'll I tell did, you right I didn't now, expect Christian it. Lee is a small 77-kilo guy. Well, 77-kilo, yeah. But if he, if he went to the UFC or something like, like that, he would definitely be a lightweight. He'd have to be. There's no yeah, way for he sure. could fight at 77. But it's just because, one, everybody's weight class is higher. Um, but, yeah, man, Christian Lee's just doing work. He's pretty much cleaned out. Other than that guy, he's cleaned out the entire top five. I still want to see the Eddie Alvarez fight because I think it would punch Christian Lee through. Like, even if they're not ranked, just right. do the fight already. Plus, he fought everybody in the top five. If Alvarez can put, like, one or two wins together, then just give him Christian Lee. Just do it now. For, for the name but, value. But why? Just do it now. Why, why does Eddie Alvarez need to punch any wins? Just do it now. It's one FC. Just yeah. fucking put him to the top. <laughs> just put him in there. No, I mean, yeah. let, let's just be honest. Like, bro, how many times did fucking Falayang fight for the belt? Yeah. And he beat Falayang, although he almost lost that fight, too. But then Al-Qurayun, there was also, it was controversial, right? I mean, it was, it was pretty close. Eddie was coming back. You heard him a couple times. It was a competitive fight. I think Tank Kai would beat Christian Lee if they fought. Really? Yeah. 100%. He'd be hard to get, he's hard to get a hold of. But Christian just berserkers people to, to the fence and like into wrestling and stuff. I think he could grab a hold of him, especially early. I think he's he really get, dangerous in the first round. I think he'd get knocked out. I think Tank Kai would counter fuck him up. Well, one is one kind of has this bottom heavy rankings, right? Where like the previous weight champ beat like the next weight champ. I'll be honest, like all the though, way from bottom. To I've top. seen them in the back. They're very similar in size. Really? They're what? really they're, yeah. They're very similar in size. I could easily see Tank Kai going up to fight Christian Lee. That would be cool. That'd be a fun. I could one hundred percent see that. That'd be. And cool. I think I think if Christian berserkers, he would get knocked out. But realistically. That's what happened when he fought Martin. He tried to berserk Martin. He yeah. got... Yeah, 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 for sure. The thing yeah, well, he learned. He chilled out a little bit more after that fight. This is the thing the with Christian, right? His grappling is not good in the center of the ring. It's only He only can take you down when you're against the cage. That's where he's good. Now, if the guy has good footwork and you start rushing to get him to the cage, that's when it becomes dangerous for you. Yeah. Also, it'd be harder to kick Christian, I feel like, because he could potentially catch, a lot, catch those kicks. Yeah, yeah. If he could get a hold of him that way, because he would definitely approach it totally different than like Tan Lee, he right? Would, I mean, he would have to. He would have to. Like the game plan to fight Tank Kai is hot. It has to be to close distance. Yeah. There's like, there's a very simple path to beating someone. Cut him off with your cut him off with your footwork. And a you guy have to like keep him in yeah, front of you. A guy like Tank Kai is to put him against the cage. Yeah. Like there's no other way. But you who do you can't think, fight him in open space. But who do you think they do give him to? If you were the, uh, if you were Matt Hume, who who you giving Christian to? Next. Gafarov. Gafarov? Yeah. Marat? Bro, that- Marat just beat Lowen and Ariel Sexton. Why not? Yeah, that's true. He's not ranked, but yeah, he's probably the only one that's no, got a couple. He's better than all the other guys ranked. He's like 38 or something like that. He's- no way. Yeah, he's... Really? Yeah. Bro, Gafarov has had Can one you- or two bad fights in one FC. Yeah. And then he steamrolled everyone. Can you pull up Marat Gafarov? The Lapicious fight, he, he he got caught in like the first 20 seconds of the fight. He got knocked out bad too. He got subbed. Yeah. Oh, subbed, right. That's what it was. Wait, what, what was it? He got subbed with the... He got like hit and then choked from behind. But I mean, look at that record. 19 and 4 is a sick record. And yeah. look who he's beaten. He's definitely older though. I'm, I'm certain. Oh, 37. Yeah. 37. I said 38. I mean, you... Go down a little bit? Sh- same shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right either way, you know. Okay, so he lost to... Akrayun, 
Oh, so see, I didn't know he even fought Okrae. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. And see, he's got a lot of uh, alternating. Thing. Oof. Yeah, see, that's, that's pretty rough. That's why he's not in the top five. After he lost his title, it's win one, But I mean, one, look, win, look, one, look at one. the guy, guys he's beaten compared yeah. to the guys in the top five. For sure, yeah. No, I, he's mean, the, I mean, he's still a champion. He's still a previous champion. Tough as nails. He looked pretty good against... Uh, I've, I've grappled him multiple times Murat? when I was at Tiger. And that is a strong fucking human being. Yeah, you can tell. That's a strong human, bro. Well, he's wait. like a little bear, bro. No, I saw him when he was weighing in to fight. And he's a hairy person. Yes, he's so hairy, Fuck, man. bro. That rushing strength. He'll grapple you with the shirt off, and you're just like, you're grabbing him. And like, <laughs> you like adjusting, and it's like adjusting your hands through a carpet. <laughs> when I was cornering Major for when he fought, I think Boku or something like that. I think that's when Marat Gafarov was fighting Lasita, maybe? Or maybe that was when Steven fought. I can't remember, but it was I saw uh, Rob Lasita there, and I saw Marat. It was before he was champion. Just He was doing the weight cut. Jacked. He was so dense. I was probably like 170 at the time. He's 145. He looks bigger than me. Yeah. Hairy, yeah. just jacked, dense as fuck. Big, thick beard. Looks mean as shit. <laughs> Super nice, though. He was nice. Oh, Gafarov's a, a nice guy. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. Just go to fighters and look at lightweight. They should have a, a fighter's, like, athletes. Go to athletes. And then go to all athletes. I've never clicked on this tab. I think in white. It's not in whites, though. It's just Jesus Christ. Pictures. Okay, we're not going to go anywhere with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, we're not getting anywhere with this. <laughs> look at all these. Look, wait, look at all the athletes go from, from this page. It's like all Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still yeah. happy to be there. Yeah, it looks like a Captain. Muay Thai mug shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, anyway, so let's, uh, let's move to the, the, the second card. The second card, the Amazon one. The, the, the crazy, another really great card, man. The whole card was just a banger. It would have been really sweet to have Rotang and, uh, Rotang on the card, but whatever. All right, let's start, let's start with, uh, where should we start? Buchecha? Right. I mean, he, he made oh, that no, guy come panic on. tap to a heel hook. You got to talk the first one though. Um, I mean, I like Beery. And, yeah. I just because that was a nasty crucifix. He got him in, in round one and round two, beat the shit out of the guy. Well, mounted him at the end, was dropping elbows. He had a huge hematoma over his eye. Well, people forget Amir Al-Kabari was a huge prospect when he signed to one. And he got knocked out by that Korean guy. But when you look at his record before him coming to one, he beat a lot of good people in Ryzen. So he was a really big signing to one FC. And if I remember correctly, he was signed to the UFC and they couldn't get his visas done to get to America. So the UFC decided to release him. Then he started to come. Then one picked him up. But that was a big signing. And, like, he's very good. The fact that he lost those two fights. He lost the, uh, the Russian guy who's the interim champ. Yeah. Who's a savage. Yeah. And then he lost to the, the Korean guy, which to me was a fluke. But, like, he... Uh, you're, this guy is a giant human being. He's like, huge. He is a freaking unit, bro. Man, they're, those heavyweights, because he was like, two, I think they said he was like 255 or something bro, like that. he towers over Bouchesha, bro. So he's like, a big heavyweight, and when you could hear when they were kicking and punching each other, man, does it sound so different when those big-ass heavyweights are in there swinging punches and kicking each other. And, uh, yeah, once he got the crucifix, he was doing tons of damage, got the mount, and then that was when he land, started landing those brutal elbows yeah. and just he saw his face swell up. Instantly, that Amir Alakbari guy is pretty scary, man. Good, 
Because one definitely needs to build their heavyweight division. That's where it's... That's it's, their weakest division. Yeah, but with guys like him, Buchecha in there, that makes it super interesting. Buchecha got the, the heel hook. Uh, so, pan- you said panic type? I think it was a panic type. I tap. also thought that. Yeah, saw it. he didn't really have it. But, you know, if Buchecha gets a hold of your heel, yeah. even, though he's, even though the knee line was a little weak and he didn't quite have tension on the leg when he was doing it, if you get in that position, you're probably just like, I'd rather not risk my ACL. <laughs> I will tell you, though, if you look how... If you look how Hermanson subbed Gastelum, when you get that heel hook from the side, and like I finished a fight by heel hook as well, a lot of times once you put that pressure in like this, even if it's not tight, the guy's gonna he's gonna tap. Yeah, that's yeah. panic tap. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna. You got to be put into a lot of heel hooks to know exactly when they have it and when they don't. Well, I mean, the especially thing, an outside yeah. heel. It was an outside heel hook, right? He shot the double leg and then he he slid into the heel hook from the double. But it was a outside. It was an outside heel hook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which he is went. which is way harder to finish than an inside heel hook. Yeah. Like which, chances are, if he does that in a BJJ tournament, the guy possibly doesn't tap and can get I out think of so. it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think that he was his leg was still okay. He was definitely in danger, right? I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying he's not in danger. Buchecha got a hold of your leg. about to say, we're, <laughs> we're also talking about Buchecha. Yes. Who is not only like, this is the thing. This is the threat of the submission if a guy like that has you is enough yeah. to be like, oh. Not only that, but like, you know what Buchecha does. He's great at jiu-jitsu. The other thing he does is just lift fucking hella crossfit weights. So this guy's grip strength must be yeah. fucking immaculate. Yeah. So even a little bit of pressure there, your leg might feel like, oh shit, I'm not about to. Well, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not risking this. Yeah, like, fuck this. He's like, I'm living to fight another day. 100%. I do not want Marcus Almeida Buchecha on my fucking legs at all. No, but when the fight was over, he actually uh, like grabbed his heel. Right, because his heel was hurting. That's how you know that the heel hook itself, like the the knee, wasn't in tons of jeopardy. But if Buchecha has his has your heel and he starts putting tons of force on it, it's gonna hurt like shit. Yes. So I think it was a pain tap more than like a, actually losing his knee thing. But yeah, Buchecha gets a hold of your leg. Unlike like when Tan Lee had Gary Tonin, like he was really punching and really active and busy, and he knew that he wasn't in as much of a threat. Where this guy was just like, nope, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna risk it. You also remember Tan Lee trains with. Ryan Hall all the yeah, time. Yeah. So his, he's probably... He's used, been heel hooked once or twice. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. probably used to the 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to see Gary Tonin's next fight. I wonder what they'll do with him. Uh, anyway, so moving up. Oh, uh, Pempayek. Oh, yeah, that was the one that we just watched. If you haven't seen the Pempayek knockout of uh, Michael Savas, go watch that. It's one of the best knockouts of the year. Um, and then the, the, bummer, the bummer of the yeah. night. The only thing that kind of sucked, other than the guys missing weight, was uh, Liam Harrison. Real bummer, man. Like, this felt like it was going to be a culmination of his life's work. You know, like, he's world champion multiple times. And in Europe, he's a great European champion. Has had mixed success against, like, the Lumpini champion ties. But then finally had that amazing fight with Mung Tai. Five knock- knockdowns in the first round. And yeah, then it was like, this is that. it. You know, he's getting a little older. He's got the gray in his beard already. This was the one. This was the time <sighs> to have a good showing against... One of the best champions that uh, won is produced in terms of Muay Thai in Nong O and just got kicked in the knee. Looks like it blew his knee out or something. Did you hear? Looked like he stepped. I watched Liam Harrison's Facebook. He posted like the exact time he stepped. It was on his Instagram as well. It looked like he stepped and like it just looked like he kicked. And when he stepped wrong, his knee just soon, gave away soon as he went down he was pointing his foot like I'm not standing back up well, so don't worry even, about it it was like maybe you could pull it up Jim yeah, 
You could, Facebook might be logged in too. If he uh, posted on his Facebook, because uh, I'd be interested to see what he has to, what he has to say. I saw him post like a. I saw his Instagram post or whatever. Yeah, it's like. But he, it's such a bummer for him. He just like. Yeah, go ahead. He just like finally got to the culmination of his of his career, biggest show. Plus, you know, Liam's a blood and guts fighter. He's super exciting. Even if he loses, he's gonna go out on his shield, right? Yeah. So it's entertaining, even in his losses. Like when Rodleck beat him, he still had moments like hard low kicks, kind of like posturing, fun to watch, super entertaining. And oh, then yeah, uh, yeah. okay, let's see. See, look, he takes it. But that's not, you see what I mean? It's oh, like when this, he readjusted. Yeah. That's exactly how I tore my meniscus in my pro debut. Debut. I went to jump back on a low kick, and his like toes caught me at the end, and it turned my legs sideways, and then I landed on the, like, the, the outside of my foot, and it blew a ligament oh. in my knee. And can it was you exactly read, like that. Can you read what he said, Luke? I can't read it from here. Yeah, so if you uh, had an absolute nightmare yesterday, and he went out in round one from this kick, I knew the fight was done right then and there, which was heartbreaking. Uh, after how hard I've worked and how desperate I was to give everyone a great fight with Nongo. He's a true legend, and I really wanted to say, stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and give everyone a fight for the ages. These things happen, though. Just need to get rehab sorted out, and I'll be back. Congrats, Nongo and his team. And, yeah, you can see if you're watching the video of this, uh, Nongo catches him with the – yeah, oh, you can see it shift right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's keep that thing going. So he wins – Nongo kicks him in the leg – and when his foot goes back on the mat, it looks like you can see his knee shift right there. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, even like... Bro, it's his, it's his LCL, PCL, or ACL. Oh, man. One of, one of them, or all three of them, just bopped. Yeah. Your, your leg doesn't go like that from like... You know what I mean? And it was like to the side oh. of the knee. Oof. Oof. Rough. So that... Yeah, that was the bummer. That was the only non... Like, like disappointing, right? I wouldn't... It's just like... Because Liam Harrison... You know, I don't think he would beat Nongo. But, I don't think he would either. But he you, will give his all yeah. yes. to try yeah. and to try and win. And he'll and, go out out on his shield. And that's why everyone loves Liam totally. Harrison. He'll totally. throw nasty leg kicks. You know, he used to train with Watch for a Chai. Vicious combinations. Bro, yeah. Good trips, good dumps. He's just he's just he's like he's a fighter's fighter. And for him to go out like that is it's just it's disappointing that it happened. It's not like a disappointment in the car. It's just like, dang, this is supposed to be a cracker. Yes, you yes. know, and then this happens. No. But, I mean, I w I'm curious to see the update on the injury. It looked pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it looked pretty nasty. I didn't know if it was his foot or if maybe they'd hit that peroneal nerve in the in the leg. So, maybe his, like, leg went. But then I saw it looked from this, after yeah, that, I, yeah. it looks like ligament for sure. It, it, Josh Emmett fought Shane Burgos. Yeah, I remember that fight. And, and tore his ACL. And step the same way. Yeah. But Josh Emmett continued to fight. But you're talking about a guy who's a lot younger. Yeah. Who hasn't had 200 plus fights or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, so, let's see what happens with him. Hopefully they still give him. He can still have some fun fights, right? Like They can still give him no, some No, I don't fights. understand why I don't if know he recovered, you give him one fight, he couldn't get another title shot. He's just, what is he, 37, 36? 36, I think. 36. A year, he's going to need a year off, and then he's going to have to get in shape. I mean, I would just give him the title shot right away because it's like a freak injury. You know? Yeah, I mean, that might be the move, just so you don't lose the momentum. Yeah, that's what I would do. And then, uh, all right, let's 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 hit the main event, man, because Demetrius Johnson and Adriana Marais. So I, I did the judging for all of these cards, and this one, like, in that fourth round, I was starting to get nervous, right? Because <laughs> up to that point, my job was pretty easy. There was only, like, one decision uh, each day, I think there was the girls on this card. And then the first card was the Tankai and Tan Lee fight, but none of those were super close, but this was getting tight. 
because I thought Adriano won the first round. I thought he won the second round. DJ started coming back in the third round, the fourth round, and then the knockout come out of nowhere, man. Hit him with the – like, it short looked like right he, he weaved under and then came up and then hit him with the short right. And then when Adriano got put back on his heels and then right when his back hit the fence, DJ come flying Boom. in with the knee and just put him out. Same left knee that he got caught with by him in the first fight. Not the same, like, position or whatever, but same knee anyway. And it was just like – it was crazy. Like, everybody went mental – it was funny because you could hear the what's the Brazilian chant that they all do that they chant in Portuguese. I oh, know no, the "You must die" one. Yeah, yeah I think it was dying. Something like that. Or yeah, but I, I kept hearing that coming from the the crowd, and then you'd hear oh, "USA, USA." <laughs> you would start hearing that, and then they were going back and forth. The crowd was really into the main event, and then everybody just lost their mind when he when he won the knee. I mean, he's he must be the goat. He must be the GOAT. Even with the knockout loss of Adriano Moraes, if you include like the split decision against Cejudo, he's only lost twice in like 10 years. And right. he just knocked no, out. Not only no, that. No, no, not. One, no one except John Jones is the GOAT. That, yes. That, that, you, there's no one, no one who has 14 title fights against world-class opposition. Okay, Demetrius is the clean goat. Jones is the dirty goat. <laughs> we have talked about this on the podcast already. 100%. There's a clean and goat like, and a dirty goat. Clean goat, DJ. Clean. It's just like... John Jones, he's a dirty goat, man. DJ's, he's a dirty, DJ's, dirty goat. DJ's way more active as well. Like, when was the last time John Jones fought? No, but you're talking about... He's right. It's definitely John Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely but John just Jones. Look at the, I'm playing devil's advocate. But he's a dirty goat. <laughs> look at the caliber of fighter. Yeah. It's just like the names John Jones beat. At the age he beat them, it's just like yeah. No, John, John Jones, Jones is definitely was a world champion at 21. He's the dirty in a man's sure. division. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like, crazy. I'm not. I'm a Jones fan based on talent. And like, I get DJ. I think DJ's up there for me. He's a top five. He's top guy, two. Who? But he got 50 45 by Cruz. Like the, the, his goat. His goat thing is gone after that. Yeah, but at flyweight. But, but, uh, but he, that he was a had to weight. leave a division because he couldn't compete. Yeah, but he's strong. John Jones is going up to heavyweight. Let's see how it goes, though. <laughs> Let's John see Jones how the gets the heavyweight goes. championship. Oh, yeah. Then, no question. No if, question. Done. If Let's see how it goes bro, first. Bro. He's going to fight at the end of this year. John That's Jones saying, is right? literally the same size year. as Ngannou. Yeah, but I'm worried that that might be a downfall, actually. Because John's quickness is like massively underrated. And if he puts on all of this bulk, he's not a power puncher. Like he's not an Ngannou guy. If he slows down, who do you think's got more fast twitch, Ngannou or Don, John Jones? More fast twitch speed. And then you doesn't put, matter. You John put that, Jones has got the reach advantage. He's gonna put him on the cage. And but if he's, him. but we don't know how he'll fight in his body, right? Because he already yes. beat Cor Cormier and stuff, so for sure he can fight heavyweights. There's no question about it, right? But the question is, what will his body look like when it's 40 pounds heavier? I think that's like the narrative See, when that, he comes back. That's the thing, which is true. But people forget, John Jones is fighting 250 pounds on fight night already, bro. I thought he was going to get to like, two, like uh, 230, 225. 245, 230, bro. The, the thing with John Jones. And he hasn't fought in fucking ever. So there's also like a ring rust question. And when he came back from his when he ran over the pregnant woman with his car and fought OSP, he did not look great. 100%. And that was his comeback's first fight after a long time off. And I think this layover now will be even longer than that. But he's, he, he still won. But he's then, still John fucking Jones. Yeah, then he, <laughs> That's the then he fought Gustafson and put him away. Yeah. Like... Well, rematches, he's next level. It, he's next level in rematches. I think Stipe's got a better shot at beating John than Francis. Francis does not have the punch count 
and the cardio ability to keep up with John. Stipe's wrestling is way better than Francis's as well. It, it's not, hey, what about wrestling and God, wrestling and Ganu, man? You forgot. <laughs> Ever since Paul oh, Gon, yeah. he's a he's a wrestler now, dude. You know what's gonna happen? He's gonna shoot on John, or like John's gonna put him. He's gonna get in a grappling situation. John's gonna Greco trip him, take his back, and it's gonna be over. Who against Ngannou? If he fights him, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think John will kick the shit out of him. I think that's what he would do on the feet because he doesn't want to be in punching range with Francis, and his kicks are so good. Kicking the knees, kicking the stomach, the front kicks, the round kicks, the southpaw kicks. Every time he steps in, Bro, kick him. Christian Lee is the one goat, in my opinion. Is the he's, what? He's the goat in one. He's the one goat. That's what I think. He's 24, bro. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, Sorry. wait, but how many times? 24 years old. But Adriano definitely has like way more title defenses. He beat DJ. I mean, for sure, he's, he's definitely like the number one prospect. Nah. He's the number one talent, I would say. I don't know. But you man. can't give him GOAT status yet because he's only, he defended his title like once, maybe twice. Then he lost his title in a whatever fight, right? You thought Auk won. I thought Christian won. But nonetheless, then he came back and beat him. You can't call him the GOAT yet until he gets some more title defenses. Well, who did Christian beat? He the whole beat, top five. He's beat everyone in he his beat division. The whole top five. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, but so did Adriano, including DJ. The one, and thing, that's a way bigger win than anything Christian Lee has. That, the one thing that Christian Lee has that is like a, an asterisk is that he lost to Martin twice. Yes, but that was when he was like 21 years old, years 19, old or something. 19, yeah, maybe. he got guillotined once, and then he lost the decision because they fought twice. I, I watched that fight again, but I don't know. I don't know how many more times they should do that fight. Uh, anyway, let's let's do the DJ Adriano. You, you want to know one thing that I thought was really interesting? I rewatched it today because it's weird. Anytime I like go and I do the judging at one, I don't really get a lot of like good angles. Like sometimes I, I can't really see exactly what's going on. Well, see, that's the one thing that I hate when people criticize judges is that like I don't know if you have a monitor in front of you. No, we don't. We have don't to, right? No, we don't. And that's the thing is that people don't realize the judges only have a point of view from where they're sitting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you're seeing the fight completely different than the way yeah, we're seeing TV. it. Yeah. So it's for like sure. for sure. There's you might stuff I not miss. even see some shit that happens on the other side of the cage that the other judge sees. Yeah. You know J- what I mean? Jake, can you go to my uh, go to YouTube for yeah. me, please? And I just think it's like it's unfair sometimes when people like, oh, this judge is. Shit. It's just kind of like, bro. And go when to fights uh, are close. They're close. Go all, uh, type in um, Yo, the Adriana Marais DJ uh, into YouTube. Because no, it was interesting. I was watching the the fight today, because as a judge, I don't. I'm sitting at the side, and I don't get to see what it looks like on TV, or I don't get to hear the commentary or anything like that. And I wanted to rewatch it so I could get some new insight on some stuff that I missed, so we could talk about it. The first thing that struck me, uh, the two, yeah. So if you there's like some Spanish channel, yeah, yeah, that that one. But I don't I don't think you can show it, but you can put the. I can put it on so you can see it. Yeah, put it on so I see it, and then you can bring it up again on the screen once I see, and fast forward until. The uh, where they show the elbow, where DJ cut him. Oh yeah, because there's a you can see round round two. uh, I think so. You may have to dig around for it. Well, I'll tell this story. See if you can find. Randy Brown got knocked out from um, that same position with hammer fist. It was like that almost like inverted triangle position where he's sitting in the half guard, right? He's sitting and his leg is like over the top where his arm is caught. Yes. Um. The 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 weird the oh my god, what is that guy? Uh, American guy, he fought Vicente Luque. He's crazy in the oh, UFC. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, he got him. Uh. Oh my God, what's his name? He's, oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking he's about. Floridian. Uh, he's 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the He's definition super Florida. of Florida, man. You're the definition of Florida, too, motherfucker. You're as, <laughs> you're as Florida as it comes, dude. Uh, yeah, it's somewhere around here. So so uh, once we find it, nah, I'll tell you. Yeah, it? right. Exactly that one. So, yeah, stop there. Pause there. Okay, so you can see. Now you can put it up on the main screen. So, basically, he hasn't landed the elbow yet. He's about to. And you can see me uh, in the background here watching the fight. But you can see that DJ's thigh is hiding Adriana's face from my, my vision, right? Yeah. So the way that his leg is, I can't see where he's about to get this elbow. So just to get back to your point of like sometimes we can't tell because of the way that DJ's leg is, it's blocking the view. So when he's about to land this elbow, it's the one that cut him. And I couldn't see who was cut. And I don't have the, the rewind or anything like that. So then I think at the end of the round, I started to see that someone was cut, but the blood was on DJ. So I thought that DJ had been cut. And then after a while, I started to realize that it was Adriano who had the cut on his eye and the blood was coming out of him because the, uh, the surface damage is like a scoring criteria. Superficial damage is a scoring criteria. So cuts, bruises, like red legs from low kicks and stuff, that's a scoring criteria. How high is it? It's like the well, damage is the top category and then it's just one of the types of damage. So Ting fought Falayong and beat the shit out of his face. And they said the superficial damage wasn't enough. It's not enough. Like, there are other categories of damage, but that's just one of them, right? But, but anyway, nice. so I have, to, I have to write it down, and then I was nice. trying to figure out the source of it because I can't see it from uh, this angle that I have to be. So that's, yeah, one thing to think about. Yeah. So when I watched the fights today, this fight, and I watched it on this weird channel because I, I don't know how to access it. I have Amazon Prime, but I have it here. So I was trying to figure out how to watch it, and I found this weird channel that apparently got permission from one to, to watch it. It's in Spanish. And uh, one thing I was really impressed by was DJ's jiu-jitsu. I mean, I watched in the first and second round. His jiu-jitsu was amazing. He was playing a half guard. He was playing a knee shield. He was playing a half butterfly. He would go to close guard. He was playing like sit-up butterfly guard. He was like all kinds of this position here that he's in. He was doing all, always constantly adjusting to Adriano. And he was more active with the strikes from the bottom. That's when he cut him was uh, here, throwing the elbows from the bottom. Usually DJ doesn't get taken down, but I think Adriano is just so much bigger than him. Did you see that takedown he tried? Like he was in deep. Like full uh, on, yeah. hands locked, and Adrian the the ran him all the way across the ring. DJ circled out, just could not put him down, and couldn't stop the takedowns earlier. And uh, you know, I think the, he's just so big. The crazy thing is though that like Adriano can make one twenty five. That doesn't even make sense. He it, he does though. I was in the. Oh no, I know he does. It's crazy. He did it before he, the weight. Yeah, it's the it's hydration. absolutely nuts. Yeah, that the guy is so big. Like, cause okay, we were me, Gianni used to fight at 125, so we were in the locker room in Indonesia. Pull we that down a little bit. Uh, we we were in the we were in the sauna. Right? You can pull it down just so you, it's just so you're it's not blocking your face oh, <laughs> from the from the camera. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we were in the sauna and uh, it was uh, we were in Jakarta and um, Adriano's first fight in one, and Gianni was fighting Ruel Catalan. Gianni had just came off his first loss, and. Um, we were in the sauna and we were just like, damn, this dude is big. We're like, what weight are you fight at? And his coach is like, oh, flyweight. Like that Gianni Gianni. This is before flyweight was 135 no, pounds. You had this to make is when it was 156.7. Yeah. And me and Gianni kind of looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck? That's how I felt about Marat too, Did man. Did he say flyweight? Yeah. But the thing is, Marat don't got legs. He got legs. Yeah. He don't. It, I, his frame is huge. Yeah. I don't understand. He, I, he could fight at lightweight. I feel like he looked like he was like my size. If you were if you were to just weigh him, what he weighs, he would probably fight at one fifty five. I'm curious to see what he weighed after because in one me episode, too, me too. You, there's the weigh in thing that you have to do after the fight. 
So like after you fight, you go to your medicals. You have to make weight. You, they show what they ask what your weight is. You have to check weight after. Oh, one makes you weigh in after. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, I would. I, I'm just curious to see what he would weigh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I th- I think he's got to be in the upper 40s. I mean, you would think so. Right? Low. Well, probably like t- today, he's probably in the 50s, 60s. I but, mean, I mean, if it was 130. Because it's only one day to rehydrate, so he, he's in like two days. He's probably up to 160. Oh, bro. I mean. He's at ATT. He's probably got a good like nutritionist and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. I probably. I mean, like I could see him up at. But he almost didn't make weight, so he. I mean, I'm not. Are you surprised? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) Are you surprised he didn't almost make weight? This guy looked like he came off a a jungle vine in the Amazon (laughs) and just like learned how to fight from like the Brazilian monkey gods. (laughs) He's like, well, Marias is a legend. He's fun, everyone. Even when he has lost, did he really lose? Yeah. What did you think of this fight? Anything stand out? I mean, DJ's good. Like, he's a world-class guy. And Marias is a world-class guy. And DJ hit him with the clean right hand. And the one thing DJ is good at is following up. Even in the UFC, when he had people in bad positions, he finished them. His feet are really good when he's closing the distance after a shot where he stuns people. And, and DJ can hit. Like, he, he's not. Like, he could grapple, but he can pop. He got pop on him. Yeah, for See sure. See how he knocked out Benavidez? Yeah. He oh, like, yeah. well, that was a the knee, punch. The knee to Cejudo? I mean, Cejudo's so mentally tough. To think that DJ finished him with a body shot just goes to show you he hit him just right. Because Cejudo's been all kinds of fucked up in fights. Yeah. I and mean, DJ put him down and he couldn't get up from that knee. D- DJ's good. The, the, uh, the thing is, like, he's too small to go up. How do you think he would do against, uh, if he was in the UFC and he was fighting, like, Figueredo or Moreno? I think he could still compete with those guys. Yeah. I think he could still. He might lose to them, but I still think he could win. I think I think Moreno would give him a tougher fight. I think DJ could take Figueredo down and keep him down. I think Moreno's a little bit more scrambly. Yeah, and I, I, th- think, I think DJ handles power well. To be fair, I think he's better than those guys. But he couldn't fight anyone at 135. The top guys out like Marab. Well, yeah, because Marab would destroy DJ. Of, of course, that's why he lost to Cruz, right? Because yeah, Cruz I, is so much bigger than him, right? Like so much bigger than him. And in those days, DJ was still developing. Like that was like early the first first UFC bantamweight title fight, wasn't it? When they yeah. just brought the division in from the WEC, and he was he was still like part time training back then. So this this version is totally different. But anyway. It's awesome to see him get a win and still, you know, usually these old, these old legends come in, they stick around for too long. And uh, DJ's... He looks fresh though still. He doesn't he's look, not old, yeah. 36? For a flyweight, that's getting up there. For a flyweight, it was so fast twitch. Yeah, but look at, look at, look at his fights. Like, he, when has he gotten really hit? He doesn't get hit much, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like... Yeah. There's a difference of a DJ at his age and a Frankie Edgar at his age. Yeah, for sure. Like, look, look at the and DJ never, difference. yeah, he never took damage even throughout his whole career, pretty much. Even when he lost to fucking Cejudo, it was, it was barely a close fight. It was barely. He just you, got, he just got, in, he lost because he got inside tripped. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's what, what happened. And he popped right back up every time. But that's you're exactly right. He literally lost because he got inside tripped. That was it. That's my. That that was. No, old. you're 100 percent right about that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought the same thing. But those, those were some nice inside trips. <laughs> 
They were. They were sick. <laughs> bro, when you can't... I mean, bo- 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 body lock inside trip, right? Bro, but when he, he flies went, into it. He landed it. two of them from distance with yeah. no tie-up. Like, no, he just, closes in and boom, straight ah, in. It's yeah. like, It's nasty. It's that, nasty. He's got a great inside trip. That's why you're Olympic gold medalist, though, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even gold still... Gold medal, two-time champ. Yeah, he's probably good at wrestling. But even still, DJ popped right back up every time. So Hudo couldn't hold him down. <sighs> DJ, DJ's good. Yeah, it's great to see him. And I, I saw him at the, at the after party or whatever. I rank him five in my top five. Who's your top five? John, Dirty Goat, number one. In, like, all of MMA? Then I would go GSP. Wow, GSP's number one for me. You just said, (laughs) you just fucking shat on me the whole time. Like, John Jones, and there's no other answer that's acceptable. I said for GSP. Let's talk about clean fighters. (laughs) The clean goat. Okay, the clean goat is either DJ or GSP. It's GSP. I think it's GSP too. It's just the, the amount of competition he fought. Yeah, GSP is my personal favorite. And then he Go. went up and beat Bisbing. So, like, yeah. he's a two-division champ. Yeah. I mean, you got to give it to him. Beat every man he ever fought. Yeah. Two-division champ. Bro, he lost Only to had Matt like two Hughes close in his prime. Yeah. Matt Hughes is a fucking Terminator in his prime. And the fluke to Matt Serra. Yeah, that he came back and killed him in Montreal. Do you think that Usman will do the same thing to Leon nah, Edwards? I think, I, think, I think even if Usman wins... He won't hold the belt long. Why? Why do you say that? You think he's exposed a little bit now? I don't think it's an exposed thing. He's old. You think it's just the body? Well, his knees are apparently really fucked up. And then now his you hand think- broke before this fight. Oh, did it? I didn't That's know. That's that. why the fight took so long to make. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I-, I thought it meant just he- before. Right. And then also, you got to think, like, but I'll tell you, how's his chin going to be affected from that kick? Because that really was. I don't think it's a chin thing. I just think it's a. a- Wear and tear, and he's a big guy. It could be a chin thing, though. You know, sometimes with these guys, when they get knocked out that time, it only takes one. But yeah, I tell sometimes. you, and how quick does he come back after? Because right, do they? Because I want Leon Edwards to fight someone else first. I want him to fight Colby. But, nah, he would get or, fucking destroyed by Covington. Colby, would I put, think so too. Colby will put him. But down. I kind of want Colby to win. The, <laughs> I kind of want Bro, Colby that, to win the that, title. That was the thing. Just I was for the chaos, to, I was like the the gr- saving grace for Leon is is that like. He has always that opportunity to strike on breaks yeah. when he fights Usman. He fights Colby. Colby ain't going to give him yeah, room no to bright. fucking breathe. Yeah, Colby's going to be in his face the whole time. Like, But Colby I also strikes in those I ranges more. I wouldn't even mind. Like, people hate the idea. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't even mind if they did Masvidal versus Leon Edwards. Uh, I think I, Masvidal's got to win a fight, man. No, 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 no. But I, just for the, for just sure. for the, just for the but story, just right? just for, like, the, the actual style of the fight. Yeah, but do you not remember when um, Bisping got the championship and then they gave him Dan Henderson in London? And yeah, like Dan Henderson had no like full respect to Dan Henderson, but he wasn't in title fight. But he was coming off of a win, but, yeah. and he knocked out Hector but, Lombard. But he also fucked up Bisping in that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> which is what made it awesome. Yeah, that's what made it awesome. <laughs> you see, in you one, Bisping would have faces all messed up. You see what he not. said after the fight? He's like, "I wish they judged fights on how you look after the fight." Chase <laughs> <laughs> is like. <laughs> Yeah, if but, that was one rules, then Hendo would have won yeah. that fight. But the, this is why I think they might give him uh, Masvidal in London for the same reason. And then three pieces in the soda. Yeah, yeah three pieces in the soda. I can see It'll it. sell, they'll sell out Wembley. Payday for both of them. Happy days. And Masvidal's Before a live Colby, dog though, in that fight. Can, oh, for way more than, yeah, way more than, well, way more than, than any other person Colby, in the top I would put three. my at minus 300. I think he would steamroll Leon. Right, so, but, um, so the question is, what does the UFC do? Because presumably the Usman rematch, they can get another one in before he's healed up and in shape. I, re- I heard Khabib talking in an interview, and apparently in the contract, it's like a... Instant rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's oh, a is clause. It? Oh, okay, okay. Because otherwise, Hamzat 
Or if Nate Diaz happens to get okay. past him, that would be what. amazing. Yeah. Oh, if Nate Diaz wins. If he beats Hamzat, it's on. That would be amazing. Yeah, he clipped, Le- he clipped Leon, if you remember. At the end yeah, of the he, fight, would, he, he wouldn't stop fight. fucking and then pointed him off him and like punch him. <laughs> yeah, if you just followed up with him and He'd fucking swarmed him, him you might have yeah. finished him, caught him in a choke or something. I think Nate Diaz is going to get finished. I think so, too. But I think, I think but so, too. But the, the one that saving like grace... Like the way Roy Mac-, Mac threw him around. But the, the one saving grace he has is that Kamzat doesn't have a very good gas tank. Yeah. So if it, if he can get past those three rounds and drag four, Yeah, four and five yeah. will be Four and five yeah. on the feet. I mean, Kamzat got rocked by Gilbert Burns. If, if Diaz can land a clean straight on him, he can definitely put, put him like down. And he's there. never fought five rounds yet. So this will be a five-round fight, the first one. Because Diaz can pretty much only fight five rounds, right? Otherwise, in three rounds, he just can't. Ah, we need to see yeah. Kamzat and Colby fight. That's the one. Oh, that would be – oh, dude. Just the build I don't up, know if I can build handle the, the trash talk. Let's like, go. I don't know if I can handle that emotionally. I mean, based Hamzat on Hamzat might try to fucking kill him. Like, <laughs> based on how I've seen Hamzat like spar like Sean and them guys, like that would be a very interesting fight. Yeah, that would be super interesting fight. That would be amazing. Right. But I think Colby's pace would probably break him late if he gets there. I thought Colby won the second Usman fight. I thought he was one round short. I thought he won the first one. I thought the last fight was two and two going into the last round. I thought he won the last round. I thought I thought I think I had Usman winning one, two, and three, and then Colby winning four or five or something like that. Because he dropped him in the first oh. round. Sorry. No, at least we don't have to see Colby Usman again though, because that's a boring. No, well, it's not a boring fight. No, those I, I don't want to see. Yeah, but I don't yeah, want to see number see three. I want to yeah. see a different fighter fight. Yeah. The first. And how have Leon Edwards and Colby not ended up fighting yet at this point? That's kind of weird. Well, I mean, Colby was fighting the top. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting though because remember when. Dude, Leon Edwards got screwed so hard, though. It was so great to see him win. They started chanting Rocky. They played the Rocky theme song in the back or whatever. Yeah. Because he was supposed to fight Woodley in London, and that's when Woodley had just lost to Usman. So if he had won he'd that won fight, that, been which tired. he probably would have, he would have been the number one contender. He would have passed Colby. And then it would have been really interesting to see that then. And then he would have fight, fought for the title. Maybe that would have been too early, though. Have you seen um, the supercut someone's done on Instagram of like, it's the Rocky theme music yeah. and, and Leon Edwards' yeah. corner. Yeah, start fucking feeling sorry for yourself. Get out there and knock it. Like, you get goosebumps watching it and it's just his corner men yelling at him in between every round. Then it just shows the knockout in the fifth round. You're like, oh, that's sweet. Man, Leon Edwards' corner reminded me of when Sugar Ray Leonard was fighting Tommy, Tommy Hearns. You're blowing it! You're blowing it, kid! Whatever, you're blowing it! And then he went in and finished him. Like, it was literally like that. Kind of vibe. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Can you? Can you? Oh, we can't play the audio though, right? That's no, bummer. can't get audio. Because yeah, that's legendary, man. And then he goes in and finishes him. Did he finish him that round? Yeah. Or was I put, it, yeah. I put, I put the. Uh, <laughs> uh, every time someone gets knocked out, I put it on my Instagram. I always play the "Hello Darkness." <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, and I put it in slow mo. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> I think I got like 50,000 views on that. <laughs> Absolute hilarity. Oh, some of the memes already. I saw the, I saw one like that guy Ray Rod does. You know you know Ray Rod on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone did one like he does them for when Leon Edwards KO'd Usman. It was hilarious. Some of the memes, man. Oh. But I was so glad to see him win. I don't know how long he'll hold the belt. You think he'll win his first title defense? No. Depends who he gets. I I'd say. I don't think he I mean, who either. does he beat? I don't think he beats Usman. And I don't think he would beat Colby. I don't so, think Hamzat, I don't think he beats Hamzat. I don't even think Hamzat will get a title fight. I think, like, to be honest. But they want to push Hamzat. They're trying no, no, to push no, him. They do. But I, to be honest, I think, like, the worst case scenario, 
is if Bilal Muhammad wins, they'll do Bilal and Leon. Oh, that's the that's the, that's the most backup. boring fight of the whole bunch. I know, I agree. Le- Leon, that was a eye poke. Yeah, especially Leon when Leon, was beating him. yeah, Leon was beating him, and it wasn't even that interesting. I don't think, like, from a entertainment perspective, they would do that. No, but Bilal sells actually. No, Bilal's good, but he's got to get like a signature win over somebody in like the top five. He got a tough fight. Sean Brady's a dog. Yeah, but but That's Sean a Brady's strong motherfucker. But bro. Sean Brady's a prospect. He's not like cemented into the top five, right? Like he's still. I think Sean Brady would give. Oh, he might. A he might be a champion. Of people problems. No, no, no. He might be a champion, but he's still on the come up. He's not like the established guy that like. No, Bilal needs a top five win. I know, but he beat Kiesa, and Kiesa was ranked six when he beat him. Yeah. Yeah, but still, Kiesa's not like. Nah, Kiesa's a fucking choke. That he's, guy chokes. He's a choke artist. He's Every time well. he gets a big fight, he fucking yeah. chokes. Yeah, he's not done super well. But you with, could with see lately. if they make Colby win a fight before he gets a title shot and Usman's laid up, Leon could get like a wacky one, like a Diaz or a Masvidal, and then he but could win. But who are you it. giving Colby? Yeah, he needs a fight. Burns? Nah. Nah. Bro, Burns will get steamrolled. I think you got to give Colby either the Diaz. Hamzat winner because he's still ranked number one. Yeah, so they're not going to do Usman. Usman's going to be out for a while. I everyone I like Gilbert Burns, but he's overrated. I think he got. Yeah, he's one chance to win a world title. Scrape my ass all along the map. Yeah. Who, who did Gilbert Burns beat before he fought Usman? Like, look up his record. P- pull up Gilbert Burns' record. He beat Woodley. Who didn't beat Woodley? Right, but but that's how he. <laughs> but that's. <laughs> But that's I mean, how he got his rank. Right? I mean, but, that was back when beating Woodley wasn't was was still hard, kind of. Was it though? In those days, yeah, that was like only after he lost to Usman. Then I think uh, is when he fought Gilbert Burns. So you know, like at that point, Woodley would have been ranked like three or something like that. All I remember was Dorino fought like two guys at welterweight and got pushed extremely hard. It was, it was from the Woodley win. Oh, Stephen Thompson too. That's right. Yeah. So he beat. No, no, no. I know. Beat pre that. So look, look, look. He, he beat, beat D- Damian Maya and he beat uh, Tyron Woodley. Okay, so no one. So go down. <laughs> Who did he beat before that? Oh, look, he got subbed by Langecker. <laughs> no. Well, Gunnar, Gunnar Nelson. 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 I mean, Davis. Yeah. Like, none of those guys are even ranked. No, no, no. It was exactly those two guys. It was Stephen Thompson who would have been ranked in the top five, and it was. Uh, nah, he, he fought Stephen after the fight. After Usman. Yeah, pre-Usman, it's Damian Meyer and Woodley. And Jake. Oh, no, that's grappling. Yeah, but, but still, I think... But I still think Wonderboy would have been ranked like fifth or something. Sixth when he beat him. No, he was he was definitely ranked high. Yeah. I, I Don't get me wrong, but like Wonderboy's also like 40 years old. Yeah. Oh, for He's sure. super old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I think that the only the only way you can get a title shot is if you beat like one of the top three, right? You got, you got to either go through Colby... Or you got to go through Usman, or you got to go through uh, Hamzat. Well, who's the UFC rankings? Who's ranked top? What do you mean? Uh, who's the welterweight rankings in the UFC? Who's the top? I'm trying to think. Like Leon that. Edwards, def- definitely. He's number one now. But that was amazing feel-good moment for uh, Leon Edwards, though. I just wonder if he can get in a couple title defenses. It's going to be tough, man. I just That division is so tough. At the top, it. at the top, it's so tough. And yet, he's 
undefeated in the UFC against everybody against Usman, yeah. who he just knocked like, out. So now he's beat every single person. Dude, Leon Edwards just cannot get... I mean, everybody's happy for him, but then they're fucking writing his obituary again right away. They're like... But they do it sometimes with, like, not just UK fighters, but fighters, like, outside of the US. They give them one in their own home country. They're like, yeah. oh, you just have this fight that you win, feel-good factor, and then you're fighting who you took the belt from again. So Burns just lost to Chamaya. Yep. So, like... That was a good if, fight. I just watched it again. Even if Burns beats Masvidal... He's not going to get a title shot, right? No. Oh, yeah. Jeff Neal just knocked out fucking yeah, Je- Luke. Jeff, which was pretty amazing, man. He's Jeff Neal. Six. Jeff Neal looked amazing. And what a crazy story that guy has. He was, like he was still working at like a barbecue, a Texas barbecue or something when he signed in the UFC. And he kept that job for like years while he was still, while he was still fighting in the UFC. So, yeah, I mean, that's it right there. Leon, Rocky at number one, Usman, Colby, Kamzat. Kamzat fighting Diaz is a, is a fuck me fight. It's just a fun fight. They, they're, I think they're doing it to place for Colby to fight Chamaya. Wait, why is Luke ranked above? Uh, no, go down a little further. Not. Go Jeff, down. Neal Jeff Neal should be above. Jeff Neal should be above. Yeah, but this, is, this isn't. This is like. The U- I have the UFC rankings. They're different. The UFC ranking is... Oh, how about Rachmanov, too, man? He looks good. He looks damn good. Look at that sub. TKO, sub, sub. TKO, TKO, TKO. Who's Shakmat? Shakmat's not bad. Rachmanov. Yeah, no, he's undefeated. He's finishing everybody, like, easy. Yeah, but he beat Neil, Neil Magny. Yeah. He fought someone pretty good before that, too. I can't remember. But I think he's ranked ten. But he still needs definitely a few you know more who fights. Who before that? But Sean Brady and I mean the Austin pro- Harris, the guy who beat. Oh, that's who it was. Is oh, that's the uh, Ghana guy, right, or whatever. Yeah. That's seven. But the good thing about the seventy division is you've got three, you've got three welterweights who are undefeated right now in the top ten: Rachmanov, Sean Brady, and um, and Shimaev. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, man, is that but, exciting? Leon Edwards is like, yeah, oh, what did, I, what did I, I wish for? I don't think undefeated really means much in the UFC, though. Like, you can have you can, you can have a loss and be a badass motherfucker. Oh, sure. Man. But to get into the top 10, three people in the top 10 with undefeated, that doesn't happen very often. I did. Uh, we didn't talk last week because we had the guest on as well, the uh, Usk. The fight. what? Sorry? Um, the what? A- AJ. Oh, the Usyk fight. Yeah. AJ Usyk fight. Man, that was corrupt as hell. That split decision was fucking Eddie Hearn. That that was that some bullshit. Eddie Hearn. How on earth could they have anybody have yeah, thought so. that AJ won? I mean, he had a couple rounds. I love. I think like I, four rounds, maybe. Max. His best round he had. He built no momentum. The ninth, he, right? He, he the came, ninth round. The next round, Usyk came out and fucked him up. The next round, Usyk came back and he was moving. He was quick. He was like, "I'm not going to take another round like that." And the, AJ couldn't press his advantage. Okay, so let's look. You, I'm not even sold on Chamayev either, to be honest. Like I think he's good, but like Gilbert Burns is a lightweight. Like, yeah, I, I, but he, his first proper test was Burns, and he didn't look amazing. I, I mean, it was fair to say. Oh, a fight though. Yeah, a oh, brilliant fight, fight, but he didn't. Steal Gilbert Burns is still a beast. Yeah, let's be real. He's still a beast. No, I mean he's just he's tough, but he's not like a natural welterweight. Now I, the only thing left for Chimaev is Colby, or Usman, or Leon yeah. after the Diaz fight. How good would Chimaev? Because I think he's going to beat Diaz. Chimaev and Rachmanov. That would be really, really amazing, actually, because they're both beast grapplers. But that that could end Rachmanov's up being the title fight. Power. No, that could like that fight could end up being the title fight. One of them could win the Shemayev belt. Shimaev and Rachmanov. Yeah, one it of could them be. could win the belt, and the other one could go undefeated. Because Rachmanov's next fight is going to be a big one. Can you pull up the welterweight rankings in the UFC? 
He's ranked 11th, I think. Rachmanov? Yeah. I thought he just cracked into top 10, but yeah, I don't know. He's 11th. He just fought. Sorry, who'd you say he fought? Neil Magny. Who's Neil Magny? Right, right. I mean, you got Luke, Sean Brady, Stephen Thompson. And Stephen Thompson turned down the fight. Yeah, he said he wants strikers. You do Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal and Stephen Thompson? Or Jeff Neal and Rachmanov? Ooh, that would be a good one. Jeff Neal slick. Stephen Thompson beat Jeff Neal already. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he beat him bad, too. He beat Luke pretty bad, too, but that was a while Man, ago. Steven Thompson, if you don't have any grappling, like, if you can't get the fight to the ground, you're getting fucked up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like, see, if you think you can go out and strike with Steven Thompson, nah, even fam. At, even at 40, yeah, 40 years it's old. it's like, nah, fam, no but, chance. But Jeff Neal did. Jeff Neal was the first person I'd really seen beat him in a striking match. Who? Jeff Neal. No, he got fucked up. No, no, Jeff Neal beat Wonderboy. No, he didn't. What? Yes, he did. No, who, who just beat Wonderboy? Let's look it up. No, he, yeah. Wonderboy just lost to Jeff Neal. No! That's why Luke Jeff Neal got knocked out by Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal got destroyed by Wonderboy. It wasn't even close. I, no, no, no. Just no, go back la- to the his, rankings. His, his last fight. Go to the UFC rankings and just click on him. Click on Steven Thompson. Look at his record. Is his record on UFC.com? Yeah, of course. Okay, nice. So he lost to Bilal. Oh, it was Bilal I was thinking of. Right, sorry. Yes. It, that's go to fight, fight history. That's right. That's then right. he lost to Burns, but he fucked up Jeff Neal. That's right. Like it was yeah, 50 yeah, 45. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Now I and remember. both Bilal and Burns just fucking. Just wrestled him, grabbed him, pinned him grabbed against him the fence. As soon as possible. <laughs> Don't kick me. Because look, go down. Just keep going down. The, look look at Stephen Thompson. Yeah, go. Yeah. Look at, look, look, at the, look at the guys who try and strike with him. Yeah, it never ends well. Pettis. Pettis got him. Lucky, though. Yeah, for sure. Lucky. For sure, but Pettis got him, man. And then Pettis Taylor, knocked Taylor out Wonderboy and submitted Charles Oliveira. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That is a pretty... I mean, you know, he's been hit or miss toward the end after he lost his title, but still, that's a crazy stat. But, I mean, fuck. Mosfidal. He beat the up. shit out of Mosfidal. The only people that have been been able to deal with Yeah, and Roy McDonald. That was a good fight, too. Yeah, that was what really launched him. Steven he went on a tear yeah. until he got that title fight. Ellenberger, he's wheel kicked him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was a bit weaker. And he got, but he got submitted by uh, Matt Brown. Or like in his, one of his early UFC fights, Matt Brown, the legend, man. What a beast. Oh, there you go. No, he, he, he... Oh, right. He did. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, was, Steven Thompson's beating some studs. Yeah. Yeah. But he's 40 years old now, so you wonder... But I think Jeff Neal versus Rachmanov would be a good fight. That'd be a great fight. That's what I would do. That's like if I'm yeah, the yeah, UFC, yeah. that's the angle I'm looking for. Because if Jeff Neal's ranked six and Rachmanov beats him, then he, you jump into that load. You can put Rachmanov versus the winner of Bilal versus Sean Brady. And then you put Chamaya versus the winner of – I mean, Colby versus the winner of Chamaya versus Diaz. Then you got your two fights, right? You got – Leon fighting Usman. You got Colby fighting the winner of Chamaya versus Diaz. Then you got Rachmanov fighting the winner of Brady versus fucking um, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns and fucking Masvidal. But that division is so good. More interesting now that Leon Edwards is has uh, I definitely. Th- but I think it's better because I think like there's more angles you can 
fight. There are more fights. Yeah, there's more narratives because with Usman just being so dominant, it was just you know you know how it is. You get the <sighs> like. Like Mayweather, too. Sometimes people just pay to see him but lose. But you really like, want to put Usman in fucking Wembley? Come on. You oh, need you need to put Colby Covington. You need someone in control. Then that would be an amazing them, fight. You want the Kurt Angle song blaring <laughs> through Wembley. You so suck. Dun, dun. You suck. Oh, Dude, it's so that's got to be it. It's like, great. It if, was if great. Yeah, visually, that's amazing. Yeah. Let's do that. Like, that's what you need to do. Yeah. If you want to sell tickets, you need Colby Covington. I mean, Usman. It's true, man. selling point. Was his invincibility. Yeah. And it's gone. Yeah, it's true. And he got knocked out. Other than that, he's a wrestler who can... But you heard there's a rematch clause, so I Usman mean, and... What, what, Col- what, I, what Khabib was saying in Russian was basically he said like, oh, I hear the rematch is already in place, which is probably there's already in the, the thing. Yeah. But I hate that the, there should never be a rematch clause in MMA, in my opinion. There are too many... It's too top-loaded. Yeah, boxing's not like that. Boxing, you got one through five who are good, and even from then, I mean, look, the guy Ryan Garcia just fought was ranked sixth in his division. The UFC's not like that. That yeah. division though is nasty. The lightweight in, in boxing, yeah. You got Ryan Garcia, you've got Tank, you've got Devin Haney, you've got uh, Lomachenko. Lomachenko, Timofeo Lopez. That is one of the best divisions. Well, Lopez isn't there anymore, but yeah, I mean, he went, he went, he went up. Yeah, but still, he, you know. When he was there, because he won all the belts and then lost to Cambosis. Cambosis is in there. Like that that weight class is just this is the best weight class in boxing, in my opinion. It's amazing. But these guys won't fight each other. That's what sucks. I think talent wise, maybe. I think Welterweight. Who do you think comes to the top? I think welterweight's better, but you think Tank, you think uh Ryan Garcia, do you think Haney? Who, who do you think ends up coming to like actually the top when the Loma's is better than all of them? Yeah. But Timothy. I mean, you look at Tim- Tank, Tank hasn't fought in anybody. Neither is Ryan Garcia, really. Yeah. Well, agreed. Yeah. I mean, and they won't fight each other. You look for at the only reason. one who's beaten anyone was Teofimo. Yeah. And he beat Loma. Yeah. But that fight was close. I want to see that rematch so bad. And it, but but look at like, Cambosis. He got a bone thrown at him. He won the fight. Full credit. But like, but Teofimo was almost dead. He almost died. But, but Cambosis isn't a boxer. He's a fighter. Yeah. Like his only chance at winning is to scrap. And he sat there and tried to fucking box Devin Haney. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. Devin Haney's way slicker, too, in terms of, like, He's just skill. a more athletic guy. Yeah. He's got a great jab. And what got Cambosis the titles was fighting. It wasn't boxing. It was fighting. Then for this last fight, he tried to box. Like, that's what happens when you got too many fucking people in your fucking corner telling you what you should and should not do. Do you think Devin Haney beats Tank or Ryan Garcia? No. Well, I know Ryan and, and, and Devin Haney are three and three against each other. Yeah. So they've won three fights against each other in the amateurs. In amateurs, yeah. Which is cool, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. I, I think Tank's overrated. I think he's got power. But, like... It's bailed him out a couple times, right? What, what was that fight where he was losing and then he managed to find the knockout? Barrios. Barrios, yeah. That's right. But, I mean... But he does hit Barrios like a truck. isn't even good. Like, that's not a big name, you know? Yeah, definitely not like a... Like, look what Keith Thurman did to Berrios. Oh, my God. Berrios went up to Keith Thurman, and his face was unrecognizable after the fight. Isn't that a bigger, way bigger weight class, though, isn't it? Oh, just one. Is it? Uh. But Ryan Garcia... (laughs) Two pounds in boxing. You know in boxing, it's 2.5 kilos. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
But it, but it, man, Ryan Garcia's left hook though is just a thing of beauty, man. Bro, Ryan Garcia is long and hits hard. Yeah, and his was, left hook is and, nasty. And in a twelve round fight, that's all you really need. I mean, that's why Tank's good. It's bailed him out. Yeah, Tank gets a lot of credit because he beat Leo Santa Cruz. But Leo Santa Cruz came up like three weight classes to fight him. You know what I mean? What about uh, what do you think about about Usyk and Fury? Are they going to finally? Are we finally going to have the first unified champion in boxing in twenty five years or whatever it is? Did you see uh, Usyk backstage was like Tyson? Please back in ring, please. Uh, and then uh, but they always say this shit. You know what I mean? Like nah, but Usyk will fight. And, and Fury, Fury then posted a video. And so, he, well, Fury. Tyson yeah, Fury, will Fury fight. was like, oh, you bloody dossers, you've lost again. Well, you want the best. It's going to cost you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's, but who do you think wins that fight? Fury. Man, it would be, it'll definitely be the biggest. Well, you're English, yeah, so, you're, so you're, I mean, your that, opinion that, doesn't matter in this. <laughs> that Man, that, that just came out on instinct. <laughs> like, because Fury. Fury. <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> but if that happens, that'll be the biggest weight difference in any championship fight in history nah. will have to be no Usyk weighs more than Wilder Deontay Usyk. Wilder was 217 pounds Usyk okay, was so 240 I thought Usyk was like 225 no 240 for He's this 240 fight. pretty sure can you check the weight and see what Usyk weighed for this most he was definitely fight? heavy I thought he was 220 I know Deontay Wilder in the first fight yeah he fight was like 217 or whatever was 207 in the first fight they had which he's basically at that point a cruiserweight <laughs> yeah I mean Look at this. He doesn't even spell Usyk right. Come on. Usyk. <laughs> Although, actually, it sounds like that. <laughs> close. Close. Usyk weighed it in a... What's that? 100? Usyk weighed in 100.5 kilos. What's that in pounds? I don't know, because then it's got it in pounds. 15 stone 11. 15 11. What is it in stone? Jesus. That's what it says. It says 15 stone. Oh, hey, I, thought, hey, I, thought, wait, does, I thought you said, what is it in stone? Like, so I can really figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, like, typical European weight, like, oh, he weighed as much as, like, half a horse. Oh, okay, good. Because, I mean, what, and Tyson Fury weighed, like, 280 for the match with Wilder, right? The second fight? Or the third fight? Who? Uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah, okay, Ty 245. Wow. Yeah. No, no, that's Joshua. That's Joshua, sorry. That's uh, Joshua weighed in at 245. But click on that. I'm sure you'll find it. So, yeah, let's see. Oh. Yeah, Joshua being 245 made sense. I thought Usyk was significantly smaller than him. I didn't realize he put on so much 220? weight. 220? That's what I thought, yeah. 221? Yeah, 221. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought he weighed. So Tyson Fury will be probably 280, 270 if he's like in shape. <laughs> yes, but the thing with Usyk compared to all the guys Tyson's fought is he can move. Yeah, he's got the best feet. Tyson. That's why the matchup would be so interesting because they're both the best footwork in the heavyweight division. The, yeah, but... The thing with Tyson that I don't never liked about him is when he gets hit a little bit, he becomes kind of a giraffe. Like when he fought Wilder, he got hit. It wasn't really a really hard shot in the sec in the third fight, and he kind of yeah toppled over. You know, yeah. Now I don't think Usyk. That's gonna, getting hit by Wilder, man. What's that? Yeah. That's, well, no, no, that's no, no, what no. happens when saying, Wilder I'm touches not you. Usyk's gonna do that to him, but I think people think like, oh, uh, Tyson's just gonna lay on him. Now I don't think so. Yeah. I but think. he but he will try to put him on the back foot like like oh, he did with Wilder, which is the move. But is he and a better, I think, but is he a better boxer than Usyk? I think he's in a, space. No, no, I think he's better tight. I think Wild, uh, I think Fury is better tight. 
So if he's I able, so too. So if he's able to stay close to him, bully him with the size, and get him in tight, man, his wrestling when he's clubbing people from the inside and throwing punches and stuff, he's really good there. He rough Wilder up in there, like in tight, close range. And I think if he could get his weight on him, get him, start to back Usyk up, and then get in and fight fight well on the inside, that's probably his path to victory. You would you would think so. That's where he's got to get the fight. But can he? But getting there, is yes, a different that's the story, story, you know. Because Usyk's footwork is so good. The thing His is, pivots is are like so you good. got different, you got a different style. Joshua was really like right hook heavy, right thing. Fury works off his jab. That's how he fights. Now he's not going to fight a guy who's going to be on his back foot. Usyk is a lateral fighter, so working off your jab against a southpaw is not really the best thing. It'll be the best like boxer Fury's faced. Sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, he's faced the big boys and the power punchers, and you've seen what he can do. But so it'd be an interesting fight to see what he can do about someone who's actually a better boxer than well, he is. Well, and for and for Usyk, he's fighting a fucking giant that's can yeah, move can better box. than any of these other heavyweights that he's fought. But right? Usyk, Usyk is a crazy individual. Yes, he is. Like clearly. that guy is <laughs> clearly that guy is. A, Look at his hairstyle, dude. bro. Bro, I mean, that's the thing about Usyk compared to like the other guys. But so is Tyson but, Fury. Yeah, he's wait, a psycho. But, yeah, Tyson Fury's not known for his sanity. Yeah, Tyson Fury's like hold my beer. Tyson Fury's for sure. Psychos, but there's a difference between growing up in war-torn Crimea than growing up in. Oh, I don't know, the, bro. The, what are you talking mate, about? No, those travelers are something else. That gypsy like, culture. There's me. no way it's tougher than growing up in Crimea, where people are like getting like killing squads into their eyes and I, stuff. I think the big that, difference, bro. I think that it's going to be certain that they're both levels of crazy, right? That they're both, but that's why it's fun. Remember when I Wilder. Think- I think Usyk is more in his prime and is the reason why he'll win. That is a very good point because you got to think he hasn't Tyson been Fury's, in any wars. Yeah. He hasn't been in any wars. He'll be a lot fresher. Tyson Fury's older, more established. Because Tyson Fury's like 35 now, 34. Yes, I'm not. You got to wonder, like, if he wins this, he should just retire. Who? Tyson Fury. I don't think he'll win. I think he'll lose the first fight and they'll do a rematch. Yeah, that might that might happen, because it depends on how seriously they one hundred percent. They they will do the fight in Vegas. They won't be in the UK because we know that Usyk is going to take it seriously. Tyson Fury always takes his training seriously, but sometimes he comes in like pretty heavy and. Nah, Tyson. Yeah, thirty-four. 34. Yeah. Oh, it'd be a fun fight. Tell you that much. No, they have yeah. to do it. They have to. Can do we it. finally get a unified champion and heavyweight champion in boxing, please? We haven't had one since Lennox Lewis. Well, that's the, the last. That Lennox Lewis is the best British boxer of all time. For sure, for sure. He's I mean, number one. And he came out to be number one in the greatest era in boxing. Yeah, I mean, which it's is him, like the nineties. Tim and Calzaghe, like when you talk about UK, you know. Well, Calzaghe is at least undefeated. He he finished his career completely undefeated, which is pretty crazy. Lennox Lewis lost a couple times when he got knocked out by uh, Ross Rockman, Hasim Rockman, yeah, Hasim yeah. Rockman. Oh, and the one was it a draw against Holyfield or was it a loss when he got cheated? Well, he the lost once to Holyfield, and then he beat Holyfield twice. They fought three times, yeah, right? Yeah. Lennox and Holyfield. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but Lennox was like Lennox Lewis is the best heavyweight boxer in my opinion of all time. I still wanted to see the Riddick Bow fight, man. I was a huge Riddick Bow fan, and they never ended up making that fight. And it's like one of the few like fights that they couldn't put together in like the best era of heavyweight boxing. I would have loved to have seen Riddick Bow in a prime Lennox Lewis fight. Look at the UK. They just gave him the WBC title. Remember, because yeah. Riddick Bow threw it in the trash. Don't worry, he just does that shit. <laughs> just, just looking at you. He's sketchy when people he doesn't know people. My cat just hissed it, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like he's uh, it looks like you're about to slap him, Matt. Working your kung fu skills. He likes Jake. 
the UK like had the best middleweight division in that time. Like you had you had Nigel Ben, yeah, you had amazing uh, Eubank. Eubank, you had Steve Collins, and like all those guys were good. And then you had Roy Jones, but you couldn't ever make the Steve Collins Roy <laughs> Jones fight. And then like, and that was when they, they did make fights as they were exiting. Calzaghe started to turn it up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Calzaghi there would have been some good ones a there. Fucking million punches of fight, like you would knock him down, and he'd be like, "Nah, fam, no, don't want to." Apparently, it was because he he had really brittle like hands, and if he threw with power, he, like they said in the gym, he used to break his hand all the time and stuff like that. It was, so that's why he had to fight that way. It was funny they said that, but then in the Eubank fight, he fucking <laughs> steamed him in the first round. Drop. Oh, he still got power, but oh. he was a volume guy though. Oh, but did you see that punch? If you pull up the Eubank Calzaghe fight, the very first round, he lands a left hand, I think, and it's just like. Who Chris Eubank is like whoa, and and he wasn't supposed to even fight him. Calzaghe was supposed to fight Collins, and Collins pulled out, and Eubank came in. But oh man, the first round is just crazy. I'm sure it shows it on the highlight. It has yeah, to. Yeah, definitely will. Has to. Joe Calzaghe, man, one of the few to retire undefeated. In this generation, it's like Floyd, it's Calzaghe. Boom. Oh man, left hook, step through. Crazy. Just going for it. And look at them fighting in the clinch. God, I miss when they used to let them fight in the oh, clinch. Oh, man. You got to respect Joe Calzaghe, man. That guy is an animal. Yeah, he's one of the best champions of all time. Was he 38 Didn't he have like 20 defenses of his WBO Yeah, his, his record's yeah. insane. And, and was people he, just forget. Was it 38-0? What was Calzaghe's record when he... 45-0? Oh, I can't remember how many he had. 45-0? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Joe Calzaghe gets, is totally underrepresented in like the modern-day great champions. The, Record. Oh, he's got him. Is I know he defended the belt 46, 46 and 0. 46 and 0. Bro, 46 and 0, and he had like 20 title defenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sure. crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Like how oh I, I loved when Carl was it Carl Front? No, who's is, is that the Cobra guy? Carl Funk, is yeah. it? I think so. Uh, who no, who did Carl Frotch lose to? He's not well liked in the UK, so I don't know. Why? Oh, everyone just thinks he's a bit of an ass. <laughs> Is it Carl Fox? Is that the? Am I th thinking of the right guy? But he is one of those. Uh, he is one of those guys that actually managed to get out with his perfect record intact. And you got you. Fro it's Froch. I think F -R it's C A R L. F R O C H F -R -O -C -H yeah. or some shit. F, -F R. Oh. Okay. Yeah. O. C H or something. Yeah. yeah that's it. Is it him? Yeah, it's Carl Frost. He was saying he would beat Joe Calzaghe. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's why he's not well liked in the UK. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> he got beat. Uh, don't get me wrong. Andre Ward, I feel like, would have been a tough fight for Calzaghe. But Calzaghe always has a chance because the amount of volume he throws yeah. is insane. Yeah. But he would have destroyed Carl Frost. But that's the Sorry. thing. I mean, I mean, like. For sure. No, that's the thing with Calzaghe, though, is it's like you, you just keeping up with this volume alone. And his defense was really good. He got hit sometimes, but, like, his chin was amazing. Bro, he beat Kessler when Kessler was like the top guy in the world. Mikel Kessler, he beat him like no one thought. No one thought Calzaghe <laughs> was going to beat Kessler when they fought, and he beat him. And then he went to the U.S. and then he beat Hopkins, then he beat Roy Jones, and then he retired. And like people are always like, "Oh, they he didn't fight Roy Jones in his, in his prime. prime." Yeah. Well, Calzaghe wasn't in his prime when he fought Roy Jones either. But it was also his last fight of his career. 
Yeah, but still, beating Roy Jones and beating Bernard Hopkins in a row or back, within a couple fights of each yeah, other at that, back, at that back, time, yeah. it was back to back, right? At that time, first of all, uh, Roy Jones went on the fight for a long time still after that, didn't he? Yeah. But, but that was when he started to really decline. But Bernard Hopkins fought for 20 more, <laughs> 20 more years after that and then won a heavyweight championship. Like, uh, so, and Kazagi beat him pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He got dropped in the first round, and then after that, it was... It was all Calzaghe. It was all Joe. Well, one of the great uh, underrepresented names in boxing. Who's your favorite boxer? We could probably all end, time? end on this. Yeah, who's like your... Oh, yeah, right, Jake? Oh, my God. It, it Probably the best, in my opinion. Yeah, who's your favorite or whatever? The best... The best fighter, fighter of all time, Roberto Duran. Roberto Duran. Is your... Is your you think he's the best or he's your favorite? No, I think he's the best lightweight ever. Oh, the best lightweight. Oh, he for sure. Beat, for he sure. beat Sugar he Ray. He only lost Le to welterweights. And he shit. beat Sugar Ray Leonard at Sugar Ray Leonard's prime oh, weight class. Yeah. He went to Montreal and beat this. It was a crazy fight. That was a crazy fight. Because that's when Ray Leonard just was like, I'm going to stand right in front of you. I'm not going to dance. I'm not going to move my feet. I'm not going to do shit except stand here and go to war. Then he went up. And you can't go to war with him, man. Then he went up and fought Marvin Hagler. And these are when the fights were 15 rounds. Yes, 15 rounds. And a they're way weight. bigger than him. A the middleweight. I know. And he was part of that great middleweight trilogy between him and Tommy Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard. Which is some of the best... That's like one of the best like three, four people of all time to fight each other. Of course, he ended up losing those. Well, but he, he's fighting huge guys. He lost to Hearns very quickly. Got knocked, got knocked in the out in the second round. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it's all it's all even because Sugar Ray beat everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Except Roberto Duran. I mean, he beat yeah, Roberto, yeah. but Roberto Duran beat him at his weight class. Yeah. Where where Sugar Ray was undefeated. But Sugar Ray fought Roberto Duran's fight. And that's probably why he lost it, which is why he got him, ended up getting him later on. It but was, also, Mar but Hagler was in there too, right? So you had Hagler, you had Roberta Duran, you had Sugar Ray Leonard, and you had Tommy. It was like, just Tommy Hearns. Great, great, great boxing, man. That's one of the best years of boxing. Not only also. that, you, there are, you got Wilfred Benitez, who was a killer. Wilfred Benitez won the world title at 18. I don't if I know if I know him. Look up Wilfred Benitez. Crazy. Wilfred Benitez is, is the best Puerto Rican boxer ever, in my opinion. Wilfred? I can't see what I'm typing. Uh, Benitez, B-E-N. B-E-N, go back to. <laughs> B-E-N. Oh, right there. You could just go down. Yeah. Nice. Wilfred Benitez. Oof. Oh, that's not. <laughs> he must have uh, aged poorly. 1958. There's a New York-born Puerto Rican now, former professional boxer. Go to his pro professional record uh, down on the third one. Uh, well, hold on. Let me read the top thing first real quick, Jake, for the listeners. And then, uh, so he's uh, – because I haven't seen this guy. He's the youngest world champion in sports history. Right on. Earning his first of three career world titles in separate weight classes and separate weight divisions at the age of 17. He's best remembered as a skilled and aggressive fighter with exceptional defense ability along with his fights with Roberto Duran, Thomas Hearns, and Sugar Ray Leonard. Did he lose to all those guys? Beat, I think he beat Roberto. There you go. He lost to Ray Leonard. That was his first loss. Lost to Thomas Hearns. But you see, he beat Carlos Palomino. He beat yeah. Roberto Duran. Um, oh, yeah, he did beat Roberto Duran. There it is. I WBC mean, beat, light middleweight title. Yeah, he beat Paul Whitaker, who's also a, who was a decent fighter. Um Bro, struggled there at the end. Hill. You so. you look at you look at you want to look at a guy who was 
phenomenal defensively. Oh, Watch wow. a Wilfred Benitez highlight. Yeah, I will. I haven't seen. Hanson Han- Han- Man, look at that. Yeah, especially Hansen to Tana. win the world title at 18 too, man. You, you got to be damn good. That's the thing. It's like boxing. People people don't know. Like they, no, because boxing does a shit terrible job of marketing anybody you, that's not like yeah, the champion just, in yeah, the division. It's just like you got – and like the other thing about Roberto Duran is people forget – he went up to middleweight and beat Iran Barkley as well. Yes, yes, that's crazy. Uh, go to go to Roberto Duran's. Actually, I was when I talked to DJ at the fights. I told him that, like, I remember watching him in the WEC, right when he was yeah, still yeah. like mid middling. He fought, but he lost to like Brad Pickett, I think, and then he he fought for a title there and lost, and then Dom beat him in the UFC. And like, I, I watched all of that, and I told him that the fact that I'm here and I'm judging one of your fights, and I used Roberto Duran. I was like, it would be like judging a Roberto Duran fight like in the 80s. Yeah, man. Right? So to be able to see that, and I literally used Roberto Duran as an example of like, I could never imagine like judging a guy that's like one of the all-time greats uh, next to the fight, and I used him as an example. So go down to his record. Let's let's see when this when this started to, but the actual fight record. Right, Jesus. yeah. Down, down a little bit. Look, Look at, at the these fights, guys. Man. These guys talk about being 50 and 0. So Ray Leonard, then it's 79 and 70. Oh, wow. So that loss to Benitez was only like his third loss ever. That goes to show you how legit he was. And then he started fighting middleweights, right? So then you see Hagler, Thomas Hearns, back to back. That's hilarious, right? So look, he lost to Benitez in 82. And then seven years later, he beat Iron Barkley for the middleweight world title. Yeah, yeah. That was a crazy fight, too. (laughs) Bro, if you were a boxing fan, whether you're black, you like the you like the way the African Americans fight, whether you like the way the Mexicans fight, whether you like the way the English fight. Everyone likes Roberto Duran. Yeah. Everyone respects the way Roberto Duran fought because he came and he fought. Blood and, and he guts. adjusted well. Mm-hmm. He could adjust in the fight. He could fight you from any space. And his defense was underrated. Totally. totally like underrated. he would defend inside. He'd catch hands. And his inside, his punching power is just I mean, insane. Yeah, insane. No, but that first Ray Leonard fight, when you watch them, they were literally just like forehead to forehead, pretty much the whole fight, just body shots, uppercuts. Bro, like it was an insane fight. The the fight with Hagler and the fight with Hearns, those two fights. I mean, they they're all time greats. Yeah, like they're fifteen round wars, bro. Especially in those days too, right? Like, and Roberto Duran was known for just like. Going to the cafes and drinking a lot of beer in New Doing York. Doing coke yeah. and everything. Like, He's a party animal. He's, He's like living animal. the life. I just watched, uh, was, it's like one of those 30 for 30 things on uh, Tommy Morrison. Oh, God. There was a whole thing. It was interesting. I didn't know like some of his story, but man, he had a crazy life. Tommy Morrison, he was the in Rocky Five. if you have But was you also a seen legit. That contender at one stage wasn't it yeah he yeah. was the wbo heavyweight champion he not he didn't knock out he, he beat george foreman when after george foreman was the he just lost right foreman had just beat michael moore and then did he fight tom is that what did he lose that to tommy morrison i thought he knocked out tommy morrison or did tommy knock him out no george foreman beat or sorry tommy morrison beat foreman yeah that was his there. one heavyweight that was his one heavyweight thing. But this guy was like just boozing all the time. He ended up getting and he was in Rocky Five, so he was the the main guy in that. But he ended up getting AIDS because he would have sex with hundreds of women a week. They, he said easily one a day was like a bad day. And so he was sleeping with everybody, ended up contracting AIDS right when he was about to fight 
Lennox Lewis or was one fight away from fighting Lennox Lewis. Um, yeah, click on his, click oh, on his sad thing. story. It's a really sad story. He ended up getting like Brett, like implants, like pec implants and bicep implants because he was shrinking from the HIV and he still wanted to look like athletic and stuff. And there was this crazy picture of him when he was like 44. It looked like he was about 68. Yeah. So, right. It was the Michael Bent loss. So yeah, see, so he, he was, did well against everybody except when Ray Mercer knocked him out and then he had to go. He had a couple great fights. Uh, beat Foreman for the WBO heavyweight title and then lost to Michael Bent. If he beat Michael Bent is when he was supposed to get the Lennox Lewis fight and it was already in his contract. It was like a $6 million, $8 million fight and then he lost to Michael Bent and it all started going uh, downhill but after that. But he fought that. Lennox Lewis. But he also beat Razor Ruddick. So, I mean, he has some... And that was for the IBC heavyweight well, title. Well, he lost to Lennox. He lost to Lennox. They didn't end up making that, that fight later, but but he lost it or he lost it Early on, when it was like, yeah, it's, and it's just one of those things that when people like type in a mugshot, uh, Jay, because you got to look at what Tommy Morrison looked like. He's 44 years old, uh, and you can see, like, because the HIV, the drugs, he was doing tons and drinking and drinking. Well, he and was drinking. just abused, like, he was a he's one of those guys who just abused everything alcohol, drugs. Like, look at that, he's 44 here. Put throw that up on the main screen if you can't, if you um, can. I mean, look at that. That is 44. And now click the one where he's young. Like, <laughs> Slight difference. Yeah, but I mean, that's 44. Like 44, he looks like he's about 68. It's yeah. the drugs, bro. Yeah, man. The drugs, the, the drugs. booze, and HIV. And apparently, <laughs> Yeah, that probably doesn't help. And apparently well, he, I mean, look he, at Magic Johnson. Like, <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's call a spade a spade. Well, he wouldn't take his medication, and apparently he started believing that it was fake. That like, Because, you know, he started believing some conspiracy that HIV was fake, and then he stopped taking his medicine. And It was just this crazy story of a once like potentially great heavyweight in that same sort of era, right? In the 90s yeah. when heavyweight boxing was really, really on fire. And uh, didn't win the fight he was supposed to win. Guy HIV just went off the rails. Crazy story. Damn. Um, yeah, sad story though. Sad. How the hell did Oscar De La Hoya manage to keep it together for so long? That guy partied good, harder good and longer and comp- competed well longer than like, but like any guy. Is, is he the number one like drug-addled fighter of all time? John Jones beat Gustafson. What well, he was probably doing coke that week, but I think Oscar De La Hoya probably did it that fucking day sometimes. <laughs> I mean, John Jones is pretty bad. <laughs> John Jones is, he said, like, he's up there. Uh, I beat you off a week of cocaine and hookers. Yeah, and he was right. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy. I love that part. I think that DC. Yo, imagine it's just Rod Tang doing the same stuff. But like, <laughs> it's highly. That would be He's just like, woo, what's this? Happy five. Happy five. <laughs> but he needs, to, he needs to own it like John did when he fought DC because that was the best hype shit of all time. When they caught those two talking to each other. Yeah, and like, he, That's when John was still pretending like, in public. Up, yeah. yeah, he's still there, pussy. Yeah. That was when John was still pretending like he was like a Christian and shit. It was actually he's like, like, oh, we're still filming. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And he's like, yeah, boy. Moment. Your ass is he's hot, like, bro. You see his like, eyes get big and he's like... <laughs> He's like, oh, the show is oh, over. The best oh, is, now I got problems. The best is when he fucking just puts Machida on his face, and then you hear the corner, the corner mic pick up. Um, uh, Jackson, Jackson in the corner, Greg Jackson. He's like, hey, go over check on Louis La Leodo and get some fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hear, you can yeah. pull that up like in YouTube. Yeah, it's hilarious. I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard he's that just before. like, he's just like, go, go, go check on Leodo and get some fans. 
Meanwhile, John just like dropped him on his face, <laughs> but DC's completely had unconscious, some, and DC's then walked had away. some good fucking lines too. The best, the best DC call out for me ever was uh, uh, when he fought uh, Bader, the Ryan nah, Bader nah, one. No, nah, no, nah, nah. he beat. Um, holy shit! He beat a uh, uh, not Anthony Joshua, Anthony uh, Johnson, Anthony Johnson Rumble? in New York. The second time or the first time? The, I think the second time. Whatever time he beat him. And it was in New York. And he goes to the crowd and he says, "Who? I forget who he's talking to. He's like, young man, you just beat Corey Anderson. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> yeah. When the guy stood up. Oh, my up. God. Who the guy it? stood up. He said, I like Corey Anderson, but you just beat Corey Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, young man. Oh, man. That was absolutely funny. Or who was he? Who was he talking to though? I, I forget. Oh, okay, okay. But it was hilarious. And then like when he was doing the press conference with John Jones the second time, he's like, "I might look like a crackhead, but I ain't never been a crackhead like you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was the best promo of all time. Those oh, uh, John man. Jones DC ones. Ah, Chael, Chael and Anderson was great. Yeah, Chael and Anderson was also great. But that was like more one-sided, right? John and DC were both giving it to each other. They were both talking shit. It was like the build-up. They got the fight yeah. at that press conference or whatever. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jake, did we pretty much cover everything? All the one. We covered all the one. Is there a UFC next week? There has to be. I think there is, but it's only <laughs> It's like, is that the Tuivasa Cyril Gaon one? Yes, it is. That's, yeah, Paris. My memory works sometimes. That's a sick card. So that one, I yeah, think Cyril Gaon's going to walk away with that one pretty easy. Nah, oh, ty, 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 let's go to Ivasa. Oh, I, I, I want to see love... Chewy in Paris. Well, let's go. I mean, if Ty wins, you got to give him the title fight. I mean, because Cyril Gaon's the number one, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Or T- Stipe. Jones, Miochis are fighting, so. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. Vittori Whitaker's a great fight. That's a great fight. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good fight. So that's the co-main event. And then, uh, can you, Sorry. let's put on the, yeah. see the rest of them. Man, John McDessie's fighting. Now they Nazareth. got all the French Canadians. Yeah. So it's oh, like <laughs> in France, uh, we, we've, run out of French Jordan. Yeah. we've run out of French and fighters. But oh, man, and Faroe fight got canceled. Okay, that go sucks. down a little bit. Is that it? You okay. know, Nathaniel Wood is good. The British guy. Yeah. He's oh. fucking good. He's underrated in my opinion. I think Nathaniel Wood is good. 18 and 5. You're talking about British guys. You know who my favorite British boxer is right now? Go on. Warren, uh, what is that his name? The guy from Leeds, War- Warren. Oh, I don't know. Fuck. Is he Out boxing loop? or MMA? No, boxing. He's a world champion. Oh. It's just too many in boxing. Too many different versions of the belts. There's too many different top whatevers. There's too many. Just Josh too Warrington. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Josh Warrington. Josh Warrington. I fucking love watching him fight. He's a fucking tank. I love watching him oh, fight. I checked his out, but I watch will. Josh Warrington fight. He'll be a fucking fan. That guy is crazy. Do you th- do you think Ty has any chance against Cyril Gunn? Yeah. You think it's, I don't think he's going to techni- out technique him anywhere. I also don't it think he's going to. He's, he's going to so hard. He, he, well, but Cyril Gunn doesn't punch. get hit. Cyril Gunn doesn't get hit by really anybody. No, I completely understand. But Tuivasa is a shit house. Yeah. He's, no, he's, he's, he's a down. Yeah. He'll fucking run in there like walk forward. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him, his personality, man. Like I love I walk watching well, his post fight interviews. It's so hilarious. He used to come to Tiger. I always yeah. used to wear like board shorts to grapple, just because they're comfortable. What's board shorts? Like spats? No board shorts, like surfboard shorts. 
Like oh. fucking swim trunks. Oh, <laughs> why? Why are you doing that, dude? No, I, I just would wear them like just uh. normal. Like I just would always wear them. <laughs> I would I would wrestle with Ty a lot. It was Ty. Why would you ever want to wrestle Tafa, Ty? Tui Junior Tafa, yeah, who's also in the UFC. Mm-hmm. His brother, uh, uh, Justin, and uh, like Mark Hunt, they were all there. But I would wrestle with Ty and Junior in the group. And then there was this Chinese guy that they called the Great Wall, who ended up getting caught with PED. So it was like us in a group, where we would wrestle. I think a lot of those Tiger guys that got caught with some PED. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> fucking Ty just used to call me Surfboard all the time. <laughs> That's hey, here. Surfboard. Hey, come over here. Yo, he's a funny guy. I would I, love to have a beer with Ty Tuivasa. That would just be oh, amazing. He's a shit, he's a shit house. I, I oh, I have yeah. no doubt. What, one beer with him, yes. Like eight beers with him in a bar. No. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> didn't you hear the story how he signed the fucking Derek Lewis fight? He's like, oh, after the fight, I was drunk and I agreed to it. <laughs> the story is fucking great. He's like, oh. Fuck. I think I agreed to fight someone. And then you wake up the next day with the hangover and you're like, wait, what did I agree to? What's yeah. this piece of paper? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, Ty's a... I love Ty. Too. He wants a, one, he'll walk out to some fucking stupid-ass song. Like, he walked out to Spice Girls. You want to be my love? <laughs> and then he did the the Titanic, My Heart Will Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's done Barbie Girl as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking... <laughs> Ty Tuivasa is, a, is awesome. Fun. He's a yeah. fun, fun fighter. All right, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's finish it up. Finish this thing up. You, uh, Jake, anything else you can think of? We pretty much covered all the one. We covered the UFC. I think that's I think just we about it, it. Cool. So, uh, guys, check out my Instagram. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit together a bunch of the uh, videos and stuff that I took when I was judging at one. I basically, like, vlogged the whole thing. I don't know how appropriate it was to, to do or whatever. Obviously, I didn't do it when I was, like, judging, when I was working. I was No, but they need that. Like, the one thing that one is lacking is, like, independent media in yeah. my opinion like one fc that's why UFC, we do this right UFC has like mma warehouse they do all this stuff they do it for one but they don't really do it for one but it's like it's i get what you mean it's one, all controlled us. it's all controlled through one yes and it's not no, independent yeah, they independent media pay me and jake one that's what we're well they do already pay me a little bit i guess <laughs> but pay us as media as independent media i'll tell you right now i don't country, think there's too much me shit. there's too much <laughs> yeah. i'll tell you right now uh, I'm, I'm a one i like one i do not dislike one and but i like i call it spade a spade and like i think chachi is a good guy but sometimes I'm just glad there's the platform here, like yeah, in Singapore, yeah, for all these guys to fight and everything. And fuck, is it getting good, man? The quality of the product, especially the kickboxing, the Muay Thai man, has oh, gotten so much, That's what they so much better. On. It is amazing. But he still robbed my boy Keanu 50 Gs. <laughs> I think they should have given he's Keanu still, 50 Gs. He still robbed my dog. Hey, you don't I, knock out the number they, five guy in the world in the first days. round and not get 50 Gs. And you give it to a guy who grappled, who didn't finish a fight? That's not very honorable and integrity. Mr. Chatri, okay. He's saying he's saying that's against the Bushido code. No, it's. <laughs> I was thinking that you know if I was him, probably what he's trying to do is I mentioned this to you earlier is probably invest that in like the jujitsu people so that he can attract yeah, bring them in. more people to come because when they start to see that number and all those big bonuses, people are going to start to keep like one in their head as jujitsu guys want to compete. Yes, for sure. But people aren't fucking. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that they def- Keanu definitely should have got that. But I'm not the boss man, so. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, right. So I was saying that uh, I, I basically vlogged the whole thing, which is pretty cool. That's especially, cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Especially when I was like on the side, like watching the Muay Thai fights and stuff, I was able to do it. And then, uh, so I did both days because it was, dude, the schedule was brutal. You, you were there. Yeah, you guys were like, 
I heard some people slept in the stadium. Dude, it was like three hours or something. Yeah. We uh, we did the fights. We I had to go in at like 6.30 or something. The fights finished around midnight. And then we had to go to the hotel to stay in the hotel. And then we had to be at the bus at 5.30. Yes. 5, 5.45 That's the next rough. morning. And dude, you, you know, you're like, you're amped up after the fights. You can't just like go home and turn your brain off. Bro. So I came probably back went here. to sleep at like two or three. Yeah. And like, then we're well, like, oh shit, I fucked. I got like two, <laughs> two, three hours of sleep. And then I drank a couple coffees and went in and then judged the whole thing. Uh, that's it, rough. But it was cool because I got to do, uh, so I got a bunch of videos of the fights. I'll put it on my Instagram. I'm going to try to edit it all together. You should. And then yeah, share please. it. And then uh, you can also check and you can see like pictures. I took pictures with DJ and Herb Dean, who I got to chat with a lot the whole time. And uh, Martin, the, the girl that fought kitchens on the she was at the party and nice nice rich franklin's sexy ass with his white he got pushed in the pool like tackled him into the pool by everybody and he had like a white t-shirt on so it looks like a do you have a jake you probably you can, yeah you could probably throw it up there first of all i'm not gonna lie may have turned me a little gay i was rich at 48 looks ridiculous uh, just go down to the d- downloads in the bottom corner there. I'll tell you a funny story about Herb Dean. All the way to the right? No, no. So, uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. So click on that picture of... Uh, no, 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 the other one. The other one's way more hilarious. Man, make it big. I mean, look at that. <laughs> look at this guy. Oh, Jim Car- Shredded, dude. Jim Carrey got buff. What is Jim Carrey is jacked, man. Looks Look at Oliver great. behind him with no legs. Olivier. Yeah. Make, I've been making fun of Olivier Koss for a decade because he doesn't lift legs. His shirt was the first one off of everybody oh, at the, 100%. the party. Olivier's shirt was the first one off. And then uh, have you click another couple one. I thought another really cool one I put is a panda when she's dancing right next to the oh, that's, yeah, that's next cool. to the stage. Click click that video. Is that that one? No, that's Because this the perspective on this one is uh oh, that's after the DJ. I thought I sent it to you. No, it, these, no it's, these are just... I think it's the one to the right. That one? It's that one, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, we'll, we'll let that play for a second. So, unfortunately, you can't hear the, the music. But, like, it's such a cool just because the the view, right? Like, yeah. we're right next to the cage, and she just starts dancing and chucking the shirts and everything. So, anyway, if you want to see some stuff from there, I'm going to edit the vlog together and stuff so you guys can see, like... From a judge's perspective, what oh, the yeah. event looked like, I think it could be pretty sweet. Uh, hopefully, I don't get any shit for it, but I thought it was cool. Um, anyway, so Matt, thanks for coming on the podcast again, man. It's always good it's to pick high. your brain. It's always good to, you know, you're in the scene here too, and I always like to talk to the local coaches, especially you were there. <laughs> hey, you got a guy right now in the top five in the featherweight division, so let's see if we stay, can get stay here a little longer. <laughs> wrap that belt around Keanu's waist I and love get that man MMA. fifty G's. And I love like-minded people like you guys to talk MMA about. But, man, sometimes it's just like when you've been in it for so long, the last thing you want to do when you're not in the gym is talk about MMA. Yeah. I'm, I'm a psycho. I still want to do this. I still want to do this. Isn't that crazy? You think I would be yeah. exhausted? Just come on one where there's not been any fights and we just talk random shit for a few hours. That's That'll be fun for you. Yeah, yeah. That's for you. <laughs> you know, we don't have to talk fights. We can just like tell dick jokes. We can, you know. <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody, this is the Stronghold Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Follow all of us on social media and shit. New Jab City. Matt's Gym, Fox Gloves. Check it out on Instagram. One of the best pad holders in the country. One of the best boxing trainers in the country. One of the best MMA trainers in the country. Matt Polino in the house. Jake, the producer, in the house. Best Englishman in the country. Let's (laughs) fucking go!
Just it, el- automatic every time. Tyson Fury. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Stronghold Podcast, everybody. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Listen. We're out. Mm-hmm.